Coming to you live from Stewart, Florida, the greatest little town in the world, it's the award-winning, critically acclaimed Get Up and Go Show on AM 1450 WSTU. You're invited to call the show anytime at 772-220-9788. And now, broadcasting live from the Palatial Studios, here are your hosts, Evan and Bonnie. And a happy Monday morning to each and every one of you. Thank you so much for tuning in. This does not strike me as a sexy romantic time, but okay. Well, it's not really a sexy romantic time, but we're here for you. Shut up and take my money. All right, I'll take your money any day of the week. Some people just don't know when they're not wanted. Well, I know when I'm not wanted, and I know when I am wanted, so I can tell tit for tat, that's for sure. Anyway, welcome into the program. The time now is officially 6.07. Mr. Clock, would you please certify that? It's now... 6.07 a.m. That's right. 6.07 a.m. We are back in the saddle. It is a Monday morning. Good morning, Miss Bonnie, and how are yours? Oh, I can't complain. I can't complain at all. You know, just kind of a typical Monday morning and with a busy day ahead of me, but you can expect surprises, but you can take care of surprises and things are taken care of. Uh, speaking of surprises, uh, we had a great little surprise dinner. Well, not a surprise dinner, but it was a great little dinner last night we had for Gavin. We had about, uh, let me see, 17 people showed up. Oh. Went to Benihana's. Yeah. And um, it was a lot of fun. Was Gavin surprised? Did you leave it a surprise for him? Well, no. He knew everybody was going to be there. So we had all our, our, all my kids were together in one place, which is very rare that that happens. Very rare that that ever happens. So I cherished the moments. And then after dinner, I excused myself. And I went out to the truck, and I got Gavin's guitar that we were giving him for his birthday. Yeah. So I've got all the audio from it and the video. So I'm gonna I'm gonna turn it this way so you can see a little bit, and I'm gonna play this, and you'll hear me singing and strumming the guitar. Very nice. Happy birthday. Okay. All right. So here it goes. And my friend introduced me. So he introduces me as Garth Brooks. <laughs> so that's Russ up there speaking. Oh, yeah. Okay. Here, all the way from Nashville. Garth Evan Brooks. Garth <laughs> Evan Brooks. And here I come in. <laughs> There's Gavin right there. He was like totally shocked. Oh, that's your birthday present. Oh yeah. So you'll see, I walk around and then I hand him his guitar. It ended there, but I handed him his guitar, and he was just like in, he was in total like awe that he got a guitar. Perfect. You can just see tell by the look showing on his fresh face right there, and he does have a fresh face, by the way, just turning eighteen and all. Yeah, (laughs) a young a man coming of the world. Yeah. Well, you know his um his sister said to him, well. You know, now it's big time. You don't go to the little boy's house. If you get in trouble, you go to the big boy house now. Uh-oh. 
Yeah. Is, does that mean uh, his sister's house? You're no. You're going to go to the sister's no, house and she'll jail. take care of him? That's, that's talking about jail. <laughs> oh, I thought your daughter was talking about Gavin coming over to, oh, to no. her house. No, she meant it in police terminology. Oh. Like when you're under 18, you go to the little boy's house. No, we can never expect a big boy's house for Gavin. No, he'll, he'll stay at the little. He'll stay at dad's house for a while. Yeah, he'll be, he'll be home. He's not going to go in any big boy house anytime soon. <laughs> wow, you had a lot of people there. Yeah, and, we had a great time. And who footed the bill yesterday? Um, well, it was a combination of everybody kind of paid their own way. I yeah. took care of my wife's, and I took care of Gavin's, and I took care of Gavin's girlfriend's dinner, Angie. And then uh, my daughter took care of herself. I met my son Dylan's girlfriend for the first time. Oh, my gosh. She is drop-dead gorgeous. Oh, boy. She's a professional model. Yeah. And she is just incredible. My grandson was there. Uh, my other son. Oh, just all my kids were there. My in-laws My in-laws were there. Deli- I mean, my daughter-in-law's parents were there. Um, it was just a great time. It's it a nice a time. time. When my you bonus can... daughter was there as well with her son. Yeah. So it was a lot of fun. When you get and get the family together, that is a good time. And yeah. then that's the time you go out of the restaurant saying, gee, we should get together more often. Yeah. And we should do this more often. It's hard, though. It's so hard because everybody has their own lives and everybody lives so far away. Like Dylan lives in Miami. Darren lives close to me. Haley lives in West Palm Beach. Gavin lives under my roof. So, you know, it's just hard to get everybody together. But when you do, it's it's really special. Lives get busy, and yeah. it is hard to get a whole fam damnly together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. That's for damn sure. Was Rachel there last night? I didn't yeah, see Rachel in the video. Yeah, she was That's there. That's just oh, yeah, why I asked. We, we weren't, um, we didn't sit together. We sat, we had two tables. So we had nine at one table and eight at another table. And Rachel sat with um, my in-laws and Hope and Ray Ray and Darren, Delilah and the baby. And then I got stuck with, not stuck, but I um, oh. I sat with, uh, let me see, it was Haley, Mark, uh, Gavin, um, Angie, Dylan, his girlfriend, uh, my best, one of my best friend, Russ, and he's my business partner for my entertainment company, and then myself. I bet you had to fill two hot tables for sure, or yeah. did they have? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We had two tables. We had two tables, two different chefs. Um, it's a little. It was a, definitely um, a different experience going there compared to the other place that we go to for hibachi. So it's definitely. It was a. Um, to, to me personally, this is just me. Um, it was just a night and day experience. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, if if the other place would have taken reservations, we would have went there. Understandably. So, But yeah. we had to go where reservations were acceptable for uh, 17 people. Sometimes it's not like one place is better than the other. Sometimes yeah. we, uh, Gary and I too, just get a little lazy where, oh, we want to go to the place that's closest. Yeah. We don't want to have to drive too far. Yeah. But we have gone out to the Benihana several, several times mm-hmm. in the past. I think etched in my memory... The most people that I remember being with there was some years ago when we went to an event for his work company. Right. And they had like almost the entire staff and work crew there that took, you know, several, several tables. Right. Yeah. We took two tables. Um, you know, when I came in strumming the guitar, everybody was like staring at me. So I was like <laughs> <Yeah>. really 
was kind of like really nervous. You, you were nervous? Yeah, you, oh yeah, you, I was nervous because, really man, couldn't... I wanted to nail it. My voice cracked. No, it, oh, it yeah, sounded it did. fine. No, my voice cracked on the first note <laughs> when I said happy birthday. It just cracked, and uh-huh. I was like, oh, man. So I guess you guys weren't home last night watching the Country Music Awards when you made some country music of your own. No, And that's no. okay. You no. know, I didn't tune into the awards show either. Sometimes I do, but, yeah. you know, I didn't even check what was on in the listings last night, and I forgot that they were on. Yeah, it was on. I heard it was a great show. It yeah. was a stellar show. Um, Sometimes I think Luke I, Bryan won an award or yeah. something like that for Entertainer of the Year, if I'm not mistaken. Sometimes I do take a look. I don't watch an entire award show, but usually mm-hmm. I'll try to at least watch the first half hour mm-hmm. or so, mm-hmm. 45 minutes, just to see what it's what it's all about. Yeah. How was your weekend, by the way? What'd you do? What you know, I cleaned out. We got our refrigerator number two repaired by. Oh, who's that great company that we use? You have that uh, service agreement. I yeah. remember you mentioned it before. They came and out. I can't remember the name of it. They they came out. They came out with the part. It's fixed. But as upon the refrigerator standing still. Oh no! It was like standing still with filth and mold got in my refrigerator. Oh no! So I spent my Saturday. Please tell me you didn't leave the door shut while it was turned off. Um, we might have. I think we oh. might have done that. So there was some mold in there, but okay. I got bleach is a wonderful thing. Yeah, you know, definitely. Sometimes you got to say thank goodness for bleach. Yeah. Mixed it with some water and okay. washed out the refrigerator oh, while watching the royal funeral. Oh, the royal funeral, yeah. Saturday. All eyes were on TV. Yeah, I had ABC News on, and yeah. uh, they had the whole thing, and... Boy, it's just uh, it was a beautiful all April the pomp day. and circumstance that yeah. goes behind all that. It's amazing. Yeah, it it really is. It's uh, a, really a spectacular thing when the royal family and everybody involved puts an event together. Yeah, and then seeing you know the queen coming in. Yeah, like I did, and kind of like her being all alone. You know, at the ceremony with mm-hmm. uh, really no one around to hug her, yeah, because of uh, COVID and everything. Right. Who? Right. It was. It was. It was sad, but it was heartfelt. Yeah. In the same token, I think it uh, kind of looked good for the royal family, uh, the way they. I know there's a lot of tension between the royal family going on right now. Yeah. A lot of tension. But even at the end, you could see uh, Kate and Kate Middleton and uh, Prince William, mm-hmm. the older brother. Mm-hmm. And Harry walking together at the end mm-hmm. and conversing with one another. Oh, so that, that, was was nice. Nice. that was nice. And I think Kate was the first one to start talking to Harry, according to reports. Oh, okay. Not that it totally matters, but, you know, it's just it was just kind of like nice to see. That's for sure. And you wanted to be... You wanted to be an earpiece and hear what they were saying. <laughs> How about a fly on the wall? It, yes. <laughs> That'll work. Yeah. That'll definitely work. So you clean out the fridge. Oh, my that gosh. That was your project, all the mold, the nasty mold. Yeah, but now it looks really nice, and it's like having a brand new refrigerator. Now, is it a side-by-side, or is it the freezer's up top and the fridge is on the bottom? Side-by-side. Side-by-side. Yeah. Those are always the nicest ones. Yeah. Got the little, do you have the little water spigot in there? That you can push the glass in and it gives you water or ice. Uh, or that one's on our like other that. one. Oh, uh, okay. We I, we have that on the white one that just got fixed, but I don't think it's working. Now uh, the one that had the mold—that's the one that was out. In, that's your like your spare fridge. Spare. <laughs> yeah. And that's where you put all your extra, your secret stash. Yeah. So to speak. It it really goes garage. good on holidays, like mm-hmm. when you have a whole lot of leftovers and mm-hmm. where to put stuff and. Mm-hmm. 
or if yeah. you want to stock up on water or beverages or oh yeah you know juice or whatnot or stock or, up on the meats too from like bj's wholesale yeah. or that occasional beer yeah. every now and then <laughs> gotta have the cold brewski every now and then some people i think some people in their man cave have a, a whole refrigerator just for beer yeah. <laughs> i know oh, Gary by the would way, like that speaking of refrigerators i yeah. texted uh, carol over the weekend okay and i said hey do you mind if i uh, purchase a uh, small fridge and bring it in here for Bonnie and myself to uh, keep, um, you know, a stock of beverages in the studio should, yeah. you know, her and I get thirsty or something like that. And um, I got the blessing. She was all for it, right? Yeah, I got oh. the blessing. She said there used to be one here and they used to keep it out in the lobby area somewhere underneath. Hmm. Not to um, my memory, but so, maybe before I came. I don't know. But you know what? I'm just going to put it right back there where that box of pens is, yeah. like right there by the chair. And I'm going to put a nice big sign on it that says, Evan and Bonnie's fridge, do not touch inside. If it don't belong to you, don't touch it. Oh. <laughs> so this way, like okay. if we, you know, if we ever have like a guest or, you know, somebody come in studio and they ask, you know, hey, do you have a water or something like that? Which happens time to it, time. It does it happen does. every now and then. We can yeah. oblige them with a bottle of water. You bet. We want to be hospitable. To our, our, our guest. I mean, after all, we do have a palatial studio, so we want to make sure that we furnish palatial drinks. Maybe if you're a runner, you can run right in and we might have a Gatorade. Yeah, I, I mean, and anything's possible. We'll give you a drink off the street. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? We have nothing to lose and everything to gain. It's so. in- like, we usually don't have coffee made here in the morning, but, mm-hmm. like, I bring mine in, and Evan doesn't drink coffee. Right. So sometimes I think it might be good to have that's some an- coffee that, percolating. That's, an- that's, that's another thing. Might not um, be bad. Maybe bring a little coffee make. Well, there's a Keurig out there, but I... I <laughs> that Keurig has not been touched or used in a year. I think it So I don't know what's crawling in there. Maybe some vinegar we could run through it and, I don't know. you know... Ma- cleanse it with some that's not my specialty vinegar. maybe i'll go buy a 19 dollar and 95 cent mr coffee coffee pot and just bring it in here uh, yeah with some coffee and some filters and this way we can have fresh coffee yes. if somebody comes here we can brew some coffee for them so you know we have to live up to standards here we have high standards on this morning show nothing like fresh clean nice and new sometimes now i love the smell of coffee I so know. you know i may just brew some coffee just to Oh, yeah. And enjoy that smell in the morning. Does the smell of coffee now, does it alert you? Does it wake you up a no, little bit? No, it doesn't wake me up, but I just, I love the smell of yeah. fresh brewed coffee. But can I drink it? Oh, heck no. <laughs> to me, it's just, I call it no. mud in a cup. No disrespect. Not even if you put a little cream or no. hazelnut I cream tried, in there? I tried putting, I tried having a little coffee with my milk. Yeah. <laughs> and just the, the hint but now what's really strange, though, is I can drink Kahlua and cream, which is a coffee-based liqueur. Oh, but see, that's uh, that's like a treat. Yeah. That's almost like a delicious dessert. Yeah. So maybe I'll bring a bottle of Kahlua in here and kind of keep it in the fridge. And yes. if somebody wants to have a nice little adult beverage in the morning with us, oh, we yeah. can uh, pour them a little Kahlua and a little... You know, a little <laughs> milk, and we'll have a an adult beverage on the air. You know what I discovered? An adult beverage that's really good, too, and like dessert? Mm-hmm. I discovered chocolate wine. 
chocolate wine. Yeah. I never heard of that. Yeah, it's it's wine okay. that's uh, all chocolatey. And oh. some of them, the they make the wine with some of the finest okay. chocolate, too. I know the wife likes Baileys. She's a big fan of Baileys. I like it, too. Yeah, she likes, she likes, she'll drink Baileys like it's going out of style. And rum chata. Uh, that's another good uh-huh. one. 622, no, we are not alcoholics. Don't worry, <laughs> folks. 622 on a Monday morning. Let's go to the news desk where Bonnie's standing by with the morning headlines. Good morning, Bonnie. Good morning, Evan. A proposal has caused quite a stir among the residents of Indiantown. WPTV's Josh Navarro has the story. Fire and rescue came to my house. I had a hazardous condition and they responded within so many minutes. Howard Lyndon Brown still has his home after it was saved by Martin County Fire Rescue. He was one of the dozens of people who voiced their concerns about the village's proposal of breaking ties with the county. If you look around at the ages of Indian Town people, who's gonna volunteer? Who's gonna buy the fire truck? Who's gonna do all that cost? I mean, last Sunday we didn't have water. There are pressing problems, and now you're trying to reinvent the wheel by creating a fire station? John Pasquale, a former volunteer firefighter, says it does not make sense for the village to have a volunteer-based fire and rescue department. My boss, he or she isn't going to say, oh, just don't do your job to run and put out a fire. You're going to need to man the... the, uh You're going to have to pay people for the day and then at night, too. I mean, how are you going to get all these people? Indian Town Council members Susan Gibbs-Thomas and Martin County Commissioner Harold Jenkins co-hosted the event. Gibbs-Thomas says while it appears the proposal would save money, it may be best to stay the course. If you look at the things that are not included, which it says right here, you have limited backup resources, which would be an extra cost then inspection and 911 dispatch is not included, so that's an extra cost. And I'm sure that there's a few other extra costs that we're not aware of. It's those many moving parts. There were talks about having this proposal put on the November ballot, but it will need the support of three council members to make it happen. So far, it only has one. In Indian Town, I'm Josh Navarro, WPTV News Channel 5. The Southern Kingfish Association completed its 2019-2020 National Championship Fishing Tournament April 16 and 17 at Causeway Cove Marina in Fort Pierce. A fleet of 116 fishing teams traveled from as far away as North Carolina and Texas to compete in the affair. The organization's first national championship tournament since 2018, in part due to COVID-19 safety protocols. Most of the teams spent anywhere from three to five days in the Sunrise City, helping provide an economic bump for hotels, restaurants, bait sellers, marinas, grocery stores, and gas stations. A longtime South Florida nurse accused of making videos threatening Vice President Kamala Harris's life has been arrested on federal charges. Nivian Pettit Phelps of Miami Gardens was arrested following an investigation by the U.S. Secret Service. The 39-year-old who has worked for Jackson Health System since 2001 faces charges of threats against the vice president, according to a criminal complaint. A World War II airplane taking part in the Cocoa Beach Air Show made an emergency landing in the ocean near Patrick Space Force Base beaches Saturday afternoon. 
No one was injured, emergency officials said. A video posted to Twitter Twitter showed the single-engine TBM Avenger making a soft landing in the shallow water south of Cocoa Beach. In the footage, the plane descends low in a controlled fashion before coming to a skidden halt in the ocean, sending up spray and foam. Well, lastly, a big dog saves a life. A big dog recently saved a little dog from drowning in a pool in South Africa. The owners were gone when their tiny Pomeranian fell into their pool and couldn't get out. But their other dog, a seven-year-old bull terrier, spent 34 minutes trying to rescue him and finally pulled the little dog out with her teeth. The NBA has instructed teams to be vigilant about the impact of a potential verdict this week in the Derek Chauvin trial for the death of George Floyd in Minneapolis, including the possibility of game postponements. The looming specter of possible protests, civil unrest, and team reactions in the aftermath of a verdict has the league office preparing for the prospect that a night or two of league games could be postponed this week. Closing arguments are expected today in the case against Chauvin, the former Minneapolis police officer who faces charges of second-degree murder, third-degree murder, and second-degree manslaughter in Floyd's death after he held his knee on Floyd's neck for more than nine minutes in May of 2020. Newstime 627, weather and traffic together will be next. damage in the last two years, Code Red Roofers is there to help you with all of your roofing needs. Code Red Roofers, the roofers who respond 24-7. And there are flexible payment options for metal, tile, shingle, or flat roofs. Code Red Roofers, say habla espanol. Code Red Roofers, 844-4-CODE-RED. That's 844-4-CODE-RED. right now, the time on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for Traffic and Weather Together. It is all brought to you by Code Red Roofers. Bonnie? We are not finding any accidents to report on this Monday morning, uh, so roads are looking fine. Excellent so far. And if you see something, you know, say something, too. Give us a call at 220-9788, your latest look at traffic. Partly cloudy, it's 74 in Port St. Lucie in Canterbury, England. 47. Here's our weather at WPTV. It's a mild and muggy start to the morning along the Treasure Coast. Temperatures in the low to mid 70s with some showers possible for the morning drive. This afternoon, highs in the mid 80s, scattered showers and storms possible as a front moves across central Florida. Some of those storms could be strong to severe. Overnight tonight, lows in the upper 60s, mostly cloudy skies and some isolated showers and storms possible. Tomorrow through Wednesday, that unsettled weather pattern continues. Mostly cloudy skies with scattered showers and some isolated severe storms possible as a front stalls out across the area. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Katya Hall on WSTUAM 1450 Martin County's Heritage Station. Denny Artachi, host of the Today with Denny show, 
where we talk about financial and healthy well-being from a common sense perspective. This is a show where we cover what's on your mind, like local, world, and entertainment news. So tune in, have fun, share your story Thursday mornings from 9 to 10 a.m. on WSTU 1450 AM radio. The Slam Body Laser Spa, the wait is over. What are you waiting for? Call the Slim Body Laser Spa in Stewart today and start losing inches today. That's right, lose belly fat, your double chin, flabby thighs, upper arm fat. Well, you get the picture. In a short series of laser-assisted weight loss treatments, you can lose inches of unwanted fat. Call 223-5885. The Slim Body Laser Spa, the wait is over. Wait, feel great and look fantastic with a little help from Dr. Tred J. Razakar of Slim Body Laser Spa, East Ocean Boulevard in Stewart. And they're online. Visit their website, slimbodylaser.com. In a few short treatments, you'll see results. Lose three, six, even nine inches of unwanted belly fat. The wait is over. Call today, 223-5885. That's 223-5885. The Slim Body Laser Spa, the wait is over. Florida real estate is hotter than the weather. Now is a great time to find that dream home. I'm Eileen Simons, Realtor with EXP Realty. Join me for My Dream Home every Monday morning at 10 on WPSL and WSTU. We'll talk about real estate, answer your questions, interview guest experts, have featured listings, and a featured community each week. That's My Dream Home radio show, Mondays at 10 on WPSL and WSTU, or listen on on Alexa, Google Home, or on the TuneIn app. This is WSTU Stewart, your Treasure Coast home of the Super Bowl champion, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Let's get back to the Get Up and Go Show. Here's Evan and Bud. Time now is 6.31 on the Get Up and Go Show. Let's do some viral videos. All right, so there's a uh, woman out here who, let me find it here. Her name is Joy Chapman Bonnie, and she recently broke a Guinness record for hitting the lowest note by a female. It's the musical note C1, and it registers at 33.57 kilohertz. It's the lowest C note on a standard piano. Is this going to be the kind of note that once upon hearing it, we're going to feel just calm and total zen? Because usually those low notes make me feel that way. I don't know. Let's listen. Here here she is. Hi, I'm Joy Chapman. I'm 52 years old from Surrey, BC, Canada. I'm a singer, songwriter, tribute artist, and I'm about to attempt the Guinness World Record for the lowest female note. La, 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 la. La 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 la. la. <laughs> Sounds like she's got bodily language functions going on there or something. <laughs> right here, we're seeing, yeah, we're seeing the C1. <laughs> they saw it. Oh, there you go. I guess. Congratulations. Yay. She did it. 
you know, that didn't make me feel zen at all, Evan. It made me feel eerie. I didn't. I, <laughs> I, I just, you know, I, I just, I, I didn't want to spoil the thunder of it when you said it's going to make you feel zen. I'm like, all right, let me just. Let me just let it play it and, sounded, and let Bonnie do her Zenly thing. It sounded more like somebody more possessed. Than it it sounded me. like a flipping demon. Yeah, it did. <laughs> I did Man, not, I did not like, but but I'm glad she wow. could hit the note. And... I think she hit something else besides the note there. I think she. <laughs> Man, she had like a demon inside of her. She was possessed. I mean, when she, she was like, like. I mean, tell me, Ready? tell me, she doesn't sound possessed. I wonder if she has done there. that. Like, if she's <laughs> gone out on a date. Sounds like she's got some bad gas going on. Could you imagine being like on a date with her, Evan, and you're staring at her across the table, and all of a sudden, oh. <laughs> Or better yet, you're 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 on a hot date and you're you know in the heat of the moment and you're about to move in for the big kiss and all of a sudden, <laughs> she she probably can hit that low lower no oh, lower than man. you can, Oof. <laughs> maybe uh, more so than any guy can. <laughs> I don't know. There is that guy from the Statler Brothers who can yeah. hit a very nice low note. I like it when he does it. That was crazy. That one made me feel eerie. Yeah. Uh, there's another. Uh, uh, viral video out here that's a woman posted video of herself buying a rubber chicken for somebody named Nelson. And then it cuts to her in her yard squeezing the chicken to make the chicken squawk. Oh. And we see that Nelson is actually um, a donkey. Oh. Yeah, she bought a chicken for <laughs> yeah, a donkey. Yeah. Here. I'm here at my local tractor supply because someone suggests I buy Nelson a rubber chicken. So here we go. Buys a rubber chicken. There she is. There it is. <laughs> That's as bad as that lady with the note. I don't know what's worse. The damn chicken or the note. Checks out. Nelson likes it. Nelson oh my likes, gosh. likes that was great. Chickens. I did not preview that video, so I did not know what it was going to do. <laughs> oh. I had no idea. As long as it doesn't say warning, you know, uh, profanity yeah. or something like that. Normally, I preview most of these videos. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, you know, what do I have to lose? I'm just going to play this one like cold turkey. Right. So and, and, and see what happens. You might be safe with a rubber chicken and a donkey. Usually yeah. you don't hear profanity from them. Yeah, well, you Usually. won't hear profanity from a, from a donkey, that's for sure. Because they're not jackasses. Thank you very much. Exactly. <laughs> you hit that right on the head. <laughs> you did. You nailed that right on the head. Exactly. Um. Oh my gosh, um, where am I going here? I I just talking about a jackass just really just <laughs> threw me for a loop there. Um, did you know that around forty eight percent of us have set the smoke alarm off while cooking? Now, have you ever done that, Bonnie, when you're cooking oh, yeah. at home with Gary and the the smoke alarm just starts going beep 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 oh, beep? Oh yeah, you ever done that? Yeah, you got that one alarm that will just be sensed off by anything too, right? and then you got to take your towel and. <laughs> Right, Wave or you got to get up on a ladder and push the button to reset the damn thing. Yeah, which is which is awful. Oh, now have you ever had? And here's another thing. This is something that irks me. I'll go to somebody's house, and every so often I'll hear beep, and yeah. then like twenty yeah. seconds later, beep. 
And another 20 seconds later, beep. And you're at their house, so they probably don't even notice it anymore. Right. And my first reaction to them will be, do me a favor. Please change the damn battery and your smoke detector. Yeah. Because that's what that beep is. And they'll be like, what beep? I don't hear anything because they've gotten immune to it. They get so used to it. They have that... no idea that it's beeping. Yeah. My neighbors yeah. across the street for almost a solid year, a solid year, every time she'd open her front door, yes, I would hear it across the street. <laughs> the beep. And all she needs is a simple step ladder and a brand new battery I, I even and a little screwdriver. Her, I brought her a damn nine volt battery. Oh. and said here, change your smoke detector battery. Yeah, and it's still she a didn't change later, the damn thing. It's not a year even later, changed. no, probably didn't even change it during COVID when oh you're quarantined. Oh my gosh, what are you doing? Yes, <laughs> that is the most annoying sound: the chirp. The, the smoke detector chirp. You know, Evan, it's funny you mentioned that people can't even hear the sounds in their own houses yes. anymore. You get used to them. There's something called olfactory. Mm-hmm. You know what that's about? No. That people, when people's houses smell, uh-huh. they get so used to it. It's right. called olfactory for some reason, and it means they get so used to the scent of their own house, they don't even smell that it smells. Right, exactly. Like people that live in cat litter and too many cats, they right. don't even smell it anymore. Right, but we're opposed to a stranger comes over, they'll walk in and they'll be like, oh my God, right what away. happened? Right like, away. hit you right in the face. Yeah. You know, um, the, yeah, that whole smoke detector battery thing just really irks me. <laughs> I know. That really does. I know. And then it's sometimes you can have more than, you can have three or four smoke detectors. Oh, my gosh. And you got chirp here, chirp there, chirp everywhere. It'll go from detector to detector, or yep. maybe sometimes you don't know which one to change. Yeah. And what's really weird is, is too, it's, it's hard, is if you have a vaulted ceiling like I have, I have really super high ceilings, and I don't know what the builder was thinking when they built my house 12 years ago. Yeah. But they put this damn smoke detector up so high. Oh, gosh. You have to get a ladder from the fire department That's crazy. to go all the way up there to change it. The highest It's part. like 20 feet in the air. Yeah, they definitely wanted it out of sight. <laughs> yeah. Maybe for, for sight reasons. Or... I mean, that's just ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. That's completely ridiculous. So you do you have a ladder that's no. tall enough? No. So what, I had to call I had to call a friend of mine whoa. to bring a ladder over. And he brings over his ladder. Yeah, he brought you. the ladder over. Yeah. And then we finally changed the damn battery. See, friends like that oh, are good. Oh man, I was I, mad. I like to keep in touch with my friend John cuz he has tools that I use like uh, yeah. shovels and rakes. You and don't st- want to tick John off. No, I don't. Cuz then you'll have no shovels and rakes anymore. <laughs> but you know, it's really we're grown-ups, and it's time to go to the Home Depot and mm-hmm. buy some for, for the house. Now, we've set off the smoke detector before in our home. Yes. Well, I, I shouldn't say me. My wife has. She's put eggs on the stove and boiled eggs and oh, forgot yeah. about them. Yeah. And and then um, I think I left something in the pot once, and I left and came back, and there was, like, smoke everywhere. Yeah, I hate that. Uh, did you know, uh, according to a recent survey, 60% of guys think their phone is the first thing people notice about them. Sixty percent. Okay, they think their phone so is their the first phone. thing people notice. Don't you think with a guy it would be like maybe his shoes? I don't know. Usually guys are pretty. For the most part, I've seen guys be particular about dress shoes and the kind of shoes they wear. I don't know. I'm not sure. Did you know that 33 percent of people have cried when selling their home? Yeah. Have you ever sold your home and you cry when you leave? Um, I'm. I'm like. 
I'm good riddance. I think <laughs> that's me. I think if I would sell the home I'm in now, I probably would cry because I have some g- really good memories there. Okay, it's been a a good home. It's mm-hmm. kind of the home where I'm not afraid of anything. Mm-hmm. I don't think there are any ghosts or any evil happening in oh, it. Oh, if you have ghosts in your house, I'm not coming to visit you. <laughs> <laughs> There's, we're gonna have to do an exorcism at your house. <laughs> um, did you know that 15 percent of women have broken up with a guy? Because they didn't like his mother. Oh, really? Because they really? did not like his mother. 15%? That's that's yes. a good percentage going Do there. Do you know yeah. anybody, any female friends of yours that, that have ever broke up with a guy uh, because they didn't like his mom? I do not. Okay. I, I don't know anybody firsthand or I know I've never done it. Mm-hmm. You know, I never have. Oh. But that doesn't fall in my category because I'm not a woman. Because, <clears throat> yeah, any like you in the past, maybe dating her, yeah. and maybe you didn't like her mom. Yeah, anybody I ever dated, I got along with their mother and father very well. That's important, yeah. I think. Uh, yeah. Did you know that a recent survey from GQ magazine shows that when it comes to shopping, men really do not like shopping for furniture? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um... You ever you ever gone shopping for furniture and and you you. You drag Gary along? Oh, usually he drags me along, and yeah. he's the one that pulls my arm and says, really? let's go, let's go okay. do this. See, I don't have a yeah. problem going shopping for furniture. I like I like going shopping for furniture. And it's nice when that moving truck or the truck from Rooms to Go or City Furniture comes in. and Yeah, they pull up, and you know you're getting new stuff. New furniture. Yeah. That's always, it's like Christmas. Did you know 56% of us say we miss our coworkers when we are on vacation? Yeah, yeah. Okay. You think about the coworkers, and yeah. especially if you take one that's too long. Mm-hmm. Of course, what, what's the longest vacation you've ever took? Away? Um, I've taken just a week. I always just go for a week at a time. Me too. I, it's I don't a, like it's, to take two weeks. It's always been a week Yeah, for I mean, me. when, when Rachel and I went on a cruise a couple of years ago, it was a seven-day cruise. And after like the fourth or fifth day, we were ready to go home. Ready to come. Yeah, we were ready to get off the boat. We yeah. were done. We, we'd we had enough. Yeah. Um, did you know that uh, a study found that you don't hit your peak with self-esteem until you're uh, at least 60 years old? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't hit your peak with your self-esteem until you're 60 years old. And lastly, did you know the parents, on average, spend about 60 bucks a week on a babysitter? $60 a week on a babysitter. 60 Yeah, yes. that the going rate is, you know, probably more than we used to make. I have no idea what the hourly I, going rate is. I think we made like $10 an hour or something Did you? back in the day. Wow. Some, you know, actually, I come from way old school where it might have been something like 3 or $4 an really? hour. Really? <laughs> wow. <laughs> or, Pay you $3 or, or $4 to watch my kids from back in the day? Or oh, you... you rip all your hair out or you might have known the people and sometimes you ju- you would just do it for free yeah that and give them a six-pack of beer and they're all good to go <laughs> I know. right that's all you got to do it is 6 45 on the get up and go show it's time for news all brought to you by st lucie jewelry and coin for the best deals in town on any type of precious metals make sure and go visit our good friend hawk levy at St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. Here's Bonnie with the headlines. Good morning, Bonnie. Good morning, Evan. A proposal has caused quite a stir among the residents of Indiantown. WPTV's Josh Navarro has the story. Fire and rescue came to my house. I had a 
hazardous condition, and they responded within so many minutes. Howard Lyndon Brown still has his home after it was saved by Martin County Fire Rescue. He was one of the dozens of people who voiced their concerns about the village's proposal of breaking ties with the county. If you look around at the ages of Indian Town people, who's going to volunteer? Who's going to buy the fire truck? Who's going to do all that cost? I mean, last Sunday we didn't have water. There are pressing problems, and now you're trying to reinvent the wheel by creating a fire station? John Pasquale, a former volunteer firefighter, says it does not make sense for the village to have a volunteer-based fire and rescue department. My boss, he or she isn't going to say, oh, just don't do your job to run and put out a fire. You're, you're going to need to man the the. Uh, you're going to have to pay people for the day and then at night, too. I mean, how are you going to get all these people? Indian Town Council members Susan Gibbs-Thomas and Martin County Commissioner Harold Jenkins co-hosted the event. Gibbs-Thomas says while it appears the proposal would save money, it may be best to stay the course. But if you look at the things that are not included, which it says right here, you have limited backup resources, which would be an extra cost then inspection and 911 dispatch is not included, so that's an extra cost. And I'm sure that there's a few other extra costs that we're not aware of. It's those many moving parts. There were talks about having this proposal put on the November ballot, but it will need the support of three council members to make it happen. So far, it only has one. In Indian Town, I'm Josh Navarro, WPTV News Channel 5. A longtime South Florida nurse accused of making videos threatening Vice President Kamala Harris's life has been arrested on federal charges. Nivian Pettit Phelps of Miami Gardens was arrested following an investigation by the U.S. Secret Service. The 39-year-old who has worked for Jackson Health System since 2001 faces charges of threats against the Vice President, according to a criminal complaint. Vivian Pettit Phelps of Miami Gardens, arrested by U.S. Secret Service. The 39-year-old who has worked for Jackson Health System 2001 faces charges of threats against the vice president, according to that criminal complaint. A Vero Beach man was arrested early Sunday morning after a relative told police the man had a bomb he was planning to bring to an airport, according to officials. Michael Ferris, age 39, was taken into custody after police received a call about 7.40 p.m. Saturday reporting a suspected bomb threat on a boat anchored north of Vero Beach Municipal Marina in the Indian River Lagoon, said Officer Daryl Rivers of the Vero Beach Police. City police contacted the St. Lucie County Sheriff's Office bomb squad after finding what appeared to be an explosive device on Ferris's backpack while escorting him off his boat. The device, Ferris told officials, was a dummy type of bomb with two butane canisters, one gallon of water, and wires wrapped in duct tape. He also said he suffered from mental illness and that there was a person inside his head named Rudy who was brainwashing him through LSD and psychotherapy. The relative who reported Ferris said he sent her a video saying he had made the bomb and was going to take it to an airport. Officials did not know what airport he planned to take it to. Ferris was booked into the Indian River County Jail early Sunday without bail on a charge of making, possessing, throwing, projecting, placing, or discharging any destructive device. 
Lastly, algae at the Port Mayaka Lock and Dam this week was nearly three times more toxic than the minimum level at which the federal government deems it unsafe. Samples taken Monday on the floodgates west side measure 22 parts per billion of microcystin, a toxin sometimes found in cyanobacteria, more commonly called blue-green algae, according to the Florida Department of Environmental Protection. At eight parts per billion, microcystin makes water too hazardous to touch, ingest, or inhale for people, pets, and wildlife, according to the U.S. Environmental Protection Agency. Tampa Bay Buccaneers quarterback Tom Brady said Sunday that his knee is recovering well from off-season surgery and that he's hopeful he'll be able to resume his typical training and participate in a mandatory June minicamp if there is one. News time is 649. We'll have weather and traffic together next. stepped into St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins, I figured it would just be one of my many stops on my road to the perfect engagement ring. My fiancé means the world to me, so I wanted something extra special. I found a huge selection of engagement rings at great prices, and my worry about finding the perfect engagement ring was quickly replaced with exceptional customer service. St. Lucie Jewelry's over 400 five-star reviews really told the story. I finally picked a ring, and it was perfect. She was floored. And then the tears came. Hi, this is Hawk Levy, owner of St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins. We're now celebrating 26 years. Voted best diamond dealers, best jewelry buyers, and best jeweler year after year. Come celebrate with us in opening our third location at 1335 St. Lucie West Boulevard. We invite you to take a tour of our competition, but then come see us last. right now on the Get Up and Go show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for traffic and weather together. Here's Bonnie. Well, the roadways have looked good on a Monday morning. We're not finding any traffic accidents on US-1. The major highways are not tied up at all at the moment. And there is your latest look at traffic. It's 74 this morning in Stewart and in Clear Alice Springs, Australia, it's 64. Here's our weather at WPTV. It's a mild and muggy start to the morning along the Treasure Coast. Temperatures in the low to mid-70s with some showers possible for the morning drive. This afternoon, highs in the mid-80s, scattered showers and storms possible as a front moves across central Florida. Some of those storms could be strong to severe. Overnight tonight, lows in the upper 60s, mostly cloudy skies and some isolated showers and storms possible. Tomorrow through Wednesday, that unsettled weather pattern continues. Mostly cloudy skies with scattered showers and some isolated severe storms possible as a front stalls out across the area. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Katya Hall on WSTUAM 1450 Martin County's Heritage Station. Professionals at Mark Breckville Certified Public Accountants are proud to sponsor Treasure Coast Solutions, a community service program designed to provide information you can use, a local perspective on national issues, local solutions to meet your individual concerns. At our firm, we believe that information is knowledge, and with knowledge comes the power to have a positive impact on our lives 
businesses, schools, and community. If you would like one of our professionals to address your personal financial or business concerns, please give us a call to set up an appointment at 220-3380. Here's a quick tip if you're ever stumped for a business you can trust. The Martin County Business Exchange has more than 70 companies you can count on for good service and fair prices. Whether it's for you, your house, or your office, get online at mcbiz.us. You'll find local businesses you can count on for quality, service, and fair prices. Visit mcbiz.us. Martin County Business Exchange. It's just good business. Just imagine. Imagine finding a doctor who listens. Imagine a doctor who cares, who takes time to understand you and your lifestyle better. Imagine an entire care team dedicating to helping you live your best life. You don't have to imagine. WellMed is redefining aging with our unique approach to care designed by physicians to help you stay as healthy as possible. Learn more about our recognized model of care at discoverwellmed.com. Are you looking for your dream home? I am Eileen Simons, a licensed realtor with EXP Realty. My team and I can help you find your dream home on the Treasure Coast and beyond. I bring 20-plus years' experience with the residential real estate market, helping both buyers and sellers achieve their dreams. Call or text me at 772-200-5105 or visit our website at mydreamhomeusa.com. With your vegetable and specialty crop news on the Southeast Agnet, I'm Abby Taylor. Florida farmers may be able to grow hemp in 2020 regardless of approval from the federal government on rule changes. According to a report from the News Service of Florida, Holly Bell, Florida's Director of Cannabis, told the Senate Agriculture Committee on Tuesday that if all goes well, the State Department of Agriculture and Consumer Services permitting for hemp could be available to farmers by the end of the year, with seeds in the ground in the spring. A potential holdup remains in the White House Office of Management and Budget signing off on new U.S. Department of Agriculture hemp cultivation regulations. However, Bell said Florida could follow other states that have allowed farmers to proceed based on an assumption the federal government will approve the new regulations, which clarify changes regarding the definition of hemp separate from federally prohibited marijuana made in a 2018 federal farm bill. According to Bell, several states, including Colorado, Vermont, New York, Kentucky, and Tennessee, have allowed farmers to proceed with hemp production after submitting their state plans months ago and haven't faced federal intervention. Year in, year out, crop and diseases make it tough for Florida citrus growers. It's up to the next generation of growers to protect the state's citrus production legacy. That's why FMC and Agnet Media, the publisher of Citrus Industry Magazine, are supporting students pursuing careers in citrus horticulture with FMC Citrus Ag Production Scholarships. Learn more and apply at citrusindustry.net slash caps. That's citrusindustry.net slash caps. Welcome to the All In for Citrus podcast. There's a new resource available that brings all of Florida's citrus research together, delivering it right to you on your computer, phone, or tablet. Introducing the All In for Citrus podcast from U.S. IFAS in partnership with Southeast Agnet. The monthly series spans the Sunshine State with research project updates from the U.S. IFAS statewide citrus team. Listen to the latest episode by searching All In for Citrus on iTunes, your favorite podcasting application, or at citrusindustry.net. I'm Abby Taylor for Southeast Stagnant. 
If you have a suggestion for the show, we would love to hear from you. Send us an email to WSTUMorningShow at gmail.com. Now let's get back to the Get Up and Go show. Here's Evan and Bud. From the people who brought you Katie Seagal in Rebel. I am tireless. And quite frankly, I'm exhausting. And Catherine Winnick in Big Sky. Telling a woman to relax is never a good idea. Comes a new show with more catchphrases than ever before. Ah, a female cop. Don't call me a cop. Matter of fact, don't call me at all. If you like shows with clever comebacks, that's all she does. I like my justice like I like my eggs. Hard-boiled or scrambled if I'm short on time. No other dialogue, just action. Her running around in outfits that appear to be too tight, making clever quips. Did someone say clever? I guess that puts a bullet in the term dumb blonde. What kind of cop are you? Whoops, dropped my badge. Now I'm just Jane Q. Public. Jane Q. Public premieres tonight on ABC. Not if I see you first. Okay, we get it. Jane Q. Public. There you go. It makes me want to go home and watch it tonight. I know, Evan. right? Uh, <laughs> it sounds kind of fascinating. So what's on the slate for today? You're um, you're a busy beaver today, oh, right? yeah. You're going from one to another to another to another? Yeah. Fortunately, there are like a lot of, there are some rooms this morning available where I'm working and mm-hmm. I have massage therapy back to back to back. Really? Yeah. Don't your hands ever get tired? It's going to be four hours straight of massage oh my without gosh. a break. Your hands are going to be like this <laughs> after know, four hours it's funny though, i mean if you walk in here like this tomorrow yeah i'm gonna think something's wrong <laughs> you really uh, you get conditioned for it the first week or two you're doing massage they right. feel sore you're supposed to maybe dip them and soak them in some ice water mm-hmm. for relief um mm-hmm. you know after a week or two it's mm-hmm. like you feel nothing but you but you have to Watch your hands, and you have to make sure you're not uh, using too much of your thumbs when you do massage. Really? Because you tend to use your thumbs as a go-to, and there's a saddle joint in your thumb that can wear and tear after a while. Oh, wow. Yeah. I never knew that. So you got to take... Massage therapists have to take care of their bodies too, and and respect re- respect and use of the right body body movements. All right, just just a wow. little insight on that is massage one hundred and one. <laughs> brought to you by Bonnie Ashley. <laughs> you got to take okay. it seriously, and so, and some don't even last five years Jeez. because of bad body mechanics. Really? Do, yeah. do they get a lot of arthritis in their hands too? I'm sure. Wow, that's not good. No, not good if you're a massage therapist. Notice I didn't say masseuse. No, no, no. no. We don't want to confuse. So, That's a whole nother ball game. That is game. so last night and yesterday. Yes, exactly. We are massage therapists. Exactly. <laughs> That's why I always refer to you as a massage Thank therapist. You. you are not a masseuse, and they are not masseurs, yeah. as they call them. <laughs> anyway, we're WSCU Stewart, Martin County's Heritage Station. The news is coming up next. We'll be right back. Fox News. Closing arguments are today at the Derek Chauvin murder trial. He's the former Minneapolis police officer accused of killing George Floyd with a knee on his neck during his arrest last Memorial Day. Civil rights attorney Ben Crump says once the jury of seven women and five men weighed the evidence for and against Chauvin, there's just one way he wants this to end. For him to be held criminally liable for killing George Floyd because we believe that 
could be a precedence of finally making America live up to its promise of liberty and justice fall. Use of force experts called by the defense said during trial police were justified in pinning Floyd down because he was trying to free himself. Grinnell Scott, Fox News. Meeting a goal set by President Biden, starting today, coronavirus vaccines are being offered to every American 16 and older. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention says over 200 million doses have been administered to Americans with nearly 260 million doses distributed. It is unknown if the pause placed on the use of vaccine made by Johnson & Johnson will impact further efforts to vaccinate people. Evan Brown, Fox News. A uh, main critic of Russian President Vladimir Putin has moved to a hospital two months after being put in jail. Russia's prison service says Alexei Navalny is being transferred to a prison hospital nearly three weeks after the opposition leader began a hunger strike. Navalny's physician says the politician's health is deteriorating rapidly and warns he could be close to death. Prison officials describe Navalny's condition as satisfactory and say he's agreed to take vitamin supplements. Navalny began the strike after he was refused access to a doctor for back pain. Fox's Simon Owen. It's a 41-year-old former sheriff's detective suspected of killing three people in Austin, Texas yesterday. He's on the run. Police say it was a domestic situation. America's listening to Fox News. Millions are tuning into Newsmax TV and going to Newsmax.com for real news. Now, Newsmax is asking if you approve of Joe Biden, his policies, and trillions in spending. And did President Trump do a better job? Vote in the Newsmax poll. Just text the word RESPOND to 39747. That's RESPOND to 39747. Let us know who you like better, Trump or Biden. Vote in the Newsmax poll. Text RESPOND to 39747. That's RESPOND to 39747. And watch Newsmax today. Here's Terry Bradshaw for Publishers Clearinghouse. Hey, if you want to win seven grand a week, you better step on it. There are just days left to enter to win $7,000 a week for life from Publishers Clearinghouse on April 30th. Yep, you got to enter pch.com before it's too late. Real people really do win, just like you. You don't want to miss out, do you? But you got to be in it to win it. Seven grand a week for life. Enter now at pch.com. Entries due 427. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. A little girl is shot and killed in her father's car in a parking lot in Chicago. Brittany Garzilla with Fox 32 Chicago. Seven-year-old Jaslyn Adams, her grandmother wants her to be remembered as a fun and lovable, free-spirited child. She says that Jaslyn was with her dad at McDonald's, something she loved to do when this tragedy happened. Her grandmother says Jaslyn's father, Jonte Adams, was also shot. Family says he is stable as they plead with the community to stop this gun violence. Police say there have been no arrests and they haven't gotten into any possible motive. President Biden hosts a second bipartisan group from Congress today at the White House to talk about his infrastructure plan. Top Senate Democrat Chuck Schumer says he's pushing for more public housing funding. We need to add in much more money for climate, for resilience, for sustainability. Montana Senate Republican Steve Daines. Now Biden and Schumer and Pelosi want to have this massive leftist wish list disguised as infrastructure bill, of which most of what they're talking about here has nothing to do with infrastructure. He was on Fox News Live. 
A National Hockey League record is expected to fall tonight. When the San Jose Sharks face the Vegas Golden Knights this evening, it will mark Patrick Marlowe's 1,768th career NHL game, breaking the record held by one of hockey's all-time greats, the late Gordie Howe. Marlowe was drafted by the Sharks with the second overall pick in the NHL draft back in 1997, playing almost all of his career with San Jose. The winger with 566 career goals, a three-time NHL All-Star, and a two-time Olympic gold medalist for his native Canada, but still eluding Marlowe? Every kid's dream is to, to hoist that Stanley Cup. So I've been been chasing it all this time. Game 1,768 for Marlowe gets underway at 10 p.m. Eastern. Matt Napolitano, Fox News. Caitlyn Jenner on Twitter says she'll decide soon if she'll run for governor of California. The current governor, Gavin Newsom, is expected to face a recall election later this year. I'm Chris Foster, Fox News. When it comes to Medicare, it can be confusing and misleading. Sure, you can go to any particular company's presentation, but is that really the most effective way to go? Let my team look up your doctor's medications and see whether an Advantage or a Medigap plan is more suitable. Call me, Denny Artachi, 561-537-5897, and let my team simplify and explain your choices. After all, it's your health we're talking about. 561-537-5897. Unfortunately, in today's litigious society, too many Americans fail to have an effective estate plan and asset protection strategy. I'm attorney T.J. Heineman, and I've been counseling families, businesses, and executives for 20 years. I can help you preserve your wealth, safeguard your assets, and protect your family. My law firm specializes in estate planning and administration, asset protection, corporate law, and real estate. For a free copy of my family estate planning survival guide or a free consultation in my Palm City office, call me, T.J. Heineman, at 888-5667. Hi, I'm Chris Hodgins with My Florida Insurance Broker, and I'm here today with my daughter, Sage. Hello. Sage, why don't you tell everybody what kind of insurance we do? Home insurance, car insurance, life insurance, and flood insurance. If you've had a rate hike or two or five, hopefully not ten, give us a call. We'd love to hear from you. Sage, what's our number? 772-617-6777. What's the name of our company again? My Florida Insurance Broker. If you have a Coming to you live from Stewart, Florida, the greatest little town in the world, it's the award-winning, critically acclaimed Get Up and Go Show on AM 1450 WSTU. You're invited to call the show anytime at 772-220-9788. And now, broadcasting live from their palatial studios, here are your hosts, Evan and Bonnie. Well, thank you very much, Madam Announcer. It is Monday morning, April the 19th, 2021. If you don't take another drink today, you're going to be drunk for six months. Oh my gosh, well, I better take another drink. What are the things that you're most ashamed of? I can't discuss those on the radio. What are you so angry about? Well, I'm not angry at all because I'm coming off of a great celebration last night. It is 7.07 right now. Mr. Clock, would you please certify that? It's now 7.07 a.m. That's right, and we are full force gung-ho, and we are going nonstop, full steam ahead. Engines are revving as we speak, right, Bonnie? That's right, Evan. And you know, you mentioned you were out last night, too, and yep. usually I have to bring home leftovers when I go to hibachi. Mm -hmm. Did you bring some hibachi ho home last night? No leftovers at all. 
My plate, you could have eaten off of on the floor. Oh, it was wow. lickety split clean. And did you get the rice and the extra rice, or did you get the uh, veggies and the rice included? Well, I got I got steak and chicken. Oh, I yes. got oh, fried, my mouth is watering. I got fried rice. Yeah, I love it. Um, they started out with this onion soup that was really <gasps> good. I I never had onion soup. Yeah, it was at onion soup. Now had a salad. And then I had my main course, which was chicken and steak and fried rice and sautéed onions all on one plate. Yeah. The wife had uh, scallops and steak, I do believe. Gavin had uh, teriyaki chicken and fried rice. Wow. Yeah. So I can't remember what everybody else had, but it was just, it was just a... Everybody was in a food coma last night. And remember, like, if you don't like your veggies, you can just ask for a extra bowl of rice instead. Yeah. Double double fried rice. Yeah, double it. Double Gavin it got up. double fried rice last night. Oh. He loves his fried rice. Mm-hmm. Like, like Jaden, too, when we get it, we have to get mounds and, like, a mountain full of rice on his plate. Yep. They brought out this huge vat of, of white rice, because that's how it all starts, with white rice, and then they cook it in front of you, and then it becomes fried rice. But I swear, in the back, in the kitchen, yes. they must have like these 25-gallon things of, of white rice, because... They make so much, you can swim in the rice. Oh my gosh. <laughs> There's so much rice. Yes. Wow. I've never seen so much rice before in my life. Jump on in and bring your own spoon. Yeah, bring your own spoon, pretty much. Uh, let's do birthdays and anniversaries. Seven oh nine, and it's the birthdays and anniversary segment of the program. Bonnie, what do you have? I guess happy birthday to Rob Lee and my partner from Trans American School of Broadcasting back in the day. Oh wow! We did our final project together. Okay. You know that big grand finale you got to do with school and okay videotaping and recording and all that jazz. Okay. Uh, he and I performed ours together and we got an a that year very nice yeah very nice so it was nice working with All him right. happy birthday rob tomorrow's the big one eight for the gavinator <laughs> the, the gavinator. big one eight the gavinator celebrates 18 it. years old you should get him like a billboard and oh, with no. his sunglasses on no. and say happy birthday to the gavinator no i could not do that he would really he would hate <laughs> me for life if i did that <laughs> wouldn't oh that gosh. be fun though it I mean, would riding to work and i'll see gavin up there on a billboard oh and dad saying happy birthday that would be ridiculous <laughs> that would be that fun would be so ridiculous <laughs> he'd kill me for that but i am letting him skip school tomorrow oh that's yes nice. i'll be the first to admit it yes if you want to call me a bad parent call me a bad parent but i'm letting my kid skip school for his 18th birthday tomorrow but will he be joining us on the radio show i don't will know i asked early? i asked him i mean yes. would you mind if i brought him in i don't mind at all okay. i would enjoy that all yeah. Right, we'll see. I'll see if I can get him get his little happy behind him. <laughs> uh, Maria Sharpova is 34 years old today. That's the Russian tennis star. Uh, she's gotten in trouble for wearing really short skirts and grunting loudly on the tennis court. Grunting loudly. Some of her grunts have yeah. gotten up to 101.2 decibels. I know about her grunts, but I didn't know she was in trouble for short squirts out there. Yeah. Short squirts. Skirts. Skirts. Squirts. Squirts. <laughs> squirts. Whatever the hell you call those things. (laughs) Uh, Good morning. You're on the air. Hello. Hello. Oh, there's the wife. Morning. Yes. Morning. It's my sister's birthday today. uh, Is she listening? Probably not. She's probably sleeping and she will not answer her phone anyhow. Oh, because you know I'd call her in a heartbeat. 
Got to wish oh, my got to wish my sister-in-law Crystal Watts oh. uh, Rocha. Did I get that right, Crystal Watts Rocha? Is that it? I believe so. All right, got to wish her a happy. How old's your sister? She's um, younger than you. I know that. Has she hit the four zero mark yet? I believe she's forty three. All right, forty three. All right, nice. so she's forty three. Does she live north, no. north or south yes. of us? She's in Tennessee. Oh, way up, way, way yeah. up there. She's up there with the other, the rest of the fam family. She's over by Gary. Yes, dad exactly. and Gary. Very and... close to Gary. <laughs> that's wonderful. She lives five minutes from my dad. Yeah, that's how close. Yeah. Does she go over there and take care of him and stuff? Or does he need taken care of? No. No, he, he's, he's, he's he good. He can take care of himself. <laughs> he's and good. He's got a wife. He hasn't gotten that far yet. <laughs> well, good. <laughs> yeah, him and I have got, haven't gotten that far yet. So we're good to go there in that aspect. <laughs> so um, you think Gavin was a little surprised last night, huh? He was definitely surprised. Yeah, that was a good time. That was a really good time. I played the uh, uh, the video for Bonnie of me singing, and yeah. I played the audio on the radio. And Bonnie was like, oh, wow, that was pretty cool. He showed me pictures, too. You all looked very dapper, very, very nicely yeah. dressed. Everybody, it's, oh. been, it's been posted already on Facebook. Yeah, nice family. Did you see the comparison photo I did from the, the three kids? I from did. Then and now? Is that hilarious or what? <laughs> That's like yeah, epic. That needs to go around the police department where Haley works at. <laughs> oh, my God, that would be hilarious. <laughs> would she be embarrassed about that? No, stuff, not at all. She, 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 would, she takes think it's, stride. it's cool. Yeah, she takes yeah. it in stride. I like how but, uh, when they show the before and after, like the kids from like, <laughs> maybe 25 years ago or yeah. however long, they put their arms and they do the expression the oh, same yeah. way. That was their little <laughs> their, their little boy band they had called Three Equals Nine back in the day. Oh. Yeah, they used to sing at the talent show. Three shows. Equals Nine. Yes. Oh, Get it? Three yeah. of them and equals last name Nine. Yep, I like yeah, it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's brilliant. And I can... Almost guarantee you, Gavin will not get up tomorrow morning to go with you. His whole reason for skipping school on his birthday is so he can sleep in. Sleeping in, yeah. <sighs> I'm going to have yeah. to have a talk with that boy. <laughs> I'm going to have to have a conversation with him. I'll bribe him. I, I will bribe him to come in. You should just kind of <laughs> let him sleep in and then take him out for a nice brunch when you get done. That'll be a treat well, for both of that's you. That's the whole idea of getting him to come in here, because then I'll take him out for breakfast afterwards. Yeah, there you go. But then, see, tomorrow, oh, tomorrow's a bad day for him to come in here, because it is? yeah, because he he would get stuck here till eleven because oh. it's my late day. Oh man! But he could drive himself. Yeah. He has a car. I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, and then he well, can... provided it's not in the shop. Yeah. And yeah, we, we got the check engine light on yesterday. Oh, oh. The dreaded check engine Sometimes light. Sometimes that's nothing, though. Sometimes those sensories, those triggers are, will yeah. just sense something well, I off. Looked up, I looked up on the internet what it meant. Is it something? It wasn't too, it wasn't too bad. Okay. It, his car's drivable the way it is. So last time the check engine light came on, forget it, we almost blew up the whole damn engine. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you got to yeah. really take it in for maintenance. Yeah. Wow. And maybe he'll be riding home and he'll see his big face on the billboard. Oh, no. no. Bonnie <laughs> wants me to get a billboard for his birthday. <laughs> Put his name all over Martin County. And his picture. And his I picture. wanted to order that sign for the yard, oh. but I, you've got to do it too much in advance. I know, the guy, I know the guy that does those. He's out in New York. I'll have to remember for next year. It's a company called Sin and the Clowns. Oh. Um, they're a sponsor oh. of the Mets. They actually made all the cutouts for the... Um, uh, the stands. Well, I know there's a local one too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know there's a girl down in Miami. She, uh, she's a friend of mine that does it also. So anyway, yeah. all right. I'm going to run. We got to do uh, birthdays, and um, that's about it. So I will see you a little later after you get off work. 
Okay, love uh, you. Love you too. Bye bye. Does she have leftovers from Benihana? No, no. Rachel. Nobody has man, any leftovers. Rachel cleaned her plate off yeah. too. Oh. oh yeah. Oh man, yeah, I remember. I don't think anybody had any leftovers last night. The last one time we had leftovers of hibachi, and I, yeah. I accidentally, I must have been sleepwalking, but I went in the refrigerator and I ate Gary's leftovers. Did you really? <laughs> yes. And did he wonder where they were? Oh, he was, he was mad. He was ticked off. He huh? was. He really was. Yeah, every now and then, Rachel will bring something home and I'll eat it because I'm hungry, and I don't feel like making anything. And she'll go like, "Where'd this go?" I'm like, "It's in my stomach." Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, comedian Ali Wong is 39 years old today. That's Doris on American Housewife. Troy Palomalo is 40 years old. That's the retired Pittsburgh Steelers superstar safety. Hayden Christensen is 40. That's Anakin Skywalker in the Star Wars prequels. Mm-hmm. How old is he? Uh, 40 years old. 40. Kate Hudson is uh, 42. That's Goldie Hawn's daughter. Oh, she's even older than Hayden. Yep. 42 years old today. 42 already. Yep. Uh, the first time I saw her was in that movie Almost Famous. Mm-hmm. And she was really good in that. Right. And if you're wondering why I'm sniffing every now and then, that's because my sinuses are acting up and my nose is a little clogged. So don't worry, folks. I'm not doing any drugs on the radio. I'm not doing any drugs on the radio. I don't want anybody to get any ideas. Are you going to use Zizol or some Zyrtec maybe? No, I don't like to use any no, of that stuff. It'll no. just, it'll go away eventually. Yeah. By nine o'clock, it'll be good. Jennifer Taylor's 49. That uh, was Charlie, Charlie's uh, fiance, Chelsea, on Two and a Half Men. Oh, yeah. She she was wonderful yeah. in that. Jesse James is 52. That's the heavily tattooed monster garage dude. Oh, that was with Sandra Bullock. Yep. Married to Sandra Bullock for a whole, I don't know, nine days or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me see here. Ashley Judd is 53 years old today. That's uh, Tris Mom in the Divergent movies. Uh, Marion Suge Knight is 56 years old today. That's the bankrupt death row felon. Suge, yeah. Suge, Suge Knight. Mark Volman is 74. That's the lead singer of the Turtles. Remember the group, the Turtles, Bonnie? I do. Remember their songs, any of them, yeah. off the top of your head? Happy Together, right? Go ahead. They Go ahead. were so mellow. Go ahead. And I think another one I liked was called Eleanor. Eleanor. Uh, yep, Eleanor. There's yeah. also You Showed Me. Oh, right. Uh, it Ain't Me, Babe, and She'd Rather Be With Me. Uh-huh. Nice and mellow music from, from the early 60s yep. there. They, they weren't a loud uh, rock band. They were more like a folk band. Yeah, I think so. Kind of so. a mellow band. Mm-hmm. Tim Curry, 75 years old today. That's Dr. Frankenfurter. On Frankenfurter. The, yes, Dr. Frankenfurter on the Rocky Horror Picture Shows. Yes. It makes me want a Frankfurter now. There you go. There's a great place downtown right under the bridge. Fra- is it Frankenstein? Yes. That's great good. Great hot dogs. Oh, my gosh. I've been there before. They are yummy, aren't yeah, they? they're really good. They're, yeah, it's a nice place to just go sit in and yep. enjoy a brew and a brat or a hot dog. Yes, ma'am. Love it. Yes, ma'am. Uh, celebrating birthdays in the heavens, the one and only Dudley Moore passed away in 2002. Dudley Moore. Yeah. Oh, miss him. Yep. Dick Sargent in 1994 passed away. That was Darren Stevens number two on Bewitched. And remember, I think Dick York, Darren yep. Stevens number one. Yep. I think he just had a birthday. Was it Friday? Yep. We were mentioning yep. him. Jane Mansfield passed away in 1967. That's the bombshell of the 50s and 60s. Yeah, she was. She almost played uh, Ginger on Gilligan's Island. Mm-hmm, she mm-hmm. almost. Uh, I think she turned the part down. Yeah. Though uh, today is also National Garlic Day, so it's probably not a great day to be a vampire. 
but it's National Garlic Day. And speaking of National Garlic Day, it should have been yesterday because, man, the guy that was cooking on our grill last night, yeah, they had so much garlic butter Ooh. in everything. Oh, oh it smells so, so good. I love it. My business partner and very close friend, Russ, who kept sitting next to me, the aroma kept going his way. Uh-huh. And every time he was like... <laughs> Oh, oh, smell that garlic butter. It smells good and it, it does. keeps the vampires away. Yeah, and sure does. It'll uh, keep kisses away if, yeah. if you eat too much of it. Yeah, sometimes, it'll also keep people away from you if you eat too much. <laughs> yeah, sometimes people, um, there are certain people that will eat it, did you notice? And mm-hmm. they smell from it. They smell yeah. like garlic. It seeps through yeah, their skin. Yeah, because it gets through your pores yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, we are less than three weeks away from Mother's Day. So, folks, mm. I highly suggest... That if you have not gotten your mother a card, if mom is still alive, I highly suggest you get mom a card for Mother's Day. Yeah. For those, their mothers are not here anymore, um, you can still do that and put the card on the mantle in memory of mom, which is a great thing to do. Sure. Uh, mm-hmm. 39 days until Memorial Day weekend. Wow. wow. Uh, hard Just to believe that's coming up. The heart, um, the beginning of summer. And there. 62 days until it's my day. Until uh, it's my day in sixty-two your days. Your Father's Day. That's right, Father's Day. Oh wow, that's and right. That it's my comes day up, and Gary's day and everybody else's day comes up that's in June, day. right? Yes, around uh, June nineteenth or twentieth yeah, or, or so. It's a Sunday. That's all that I know. Is it? Yeah. Oh. Well, it always falls on a Sunday. Does it? I, I always falls. On I a didn't Sunday. know that. If Father's Day were to fall on a Thursday, yeah. there's something wrong somewhere. Okay. I, I I don't know. For some reason, that one I tend to forget. Now Mother's Day always falls on a Sunday. It does if that too. falls on a weekday, we're in deep crap. Oh, you're also. right, because usually they go out for that Mother's Day yeah, Sunday the brunch. brunch. It's yeah. always on a Sunday. Same thing for a Father's you're Day. Right? Why didn't yeah. I know? It's just something I don't think about. That's okay. But thanks for pointing that, it that's out. That's all right. It's never on a Wednesday or a Thursday or a Tuesday or a Monday or a Friday or Not a Saturday. Like Thanksgiving always falling on always on a Thursday, Thursday right? Always on a Thursday. Yes. You can always bank on that. You can bet somebody a million bucks that Thanksgiving is on a Thursday, and you will always win that bet. In Memorial Day, I was on a Monday, yep. but never on a Sunday. Never on a Sunday. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> I feel like we're doing a rhyme for a rap song or something like that. <laughs> I think there's a 60s song with that those notes, too. Yep. You can call me on a Monday, Monday, but there never on a Sunday. Sunday. 7.22 <laughs> right now on the Get Up and Go I show with like Evan and Bonnie. I sick frog, no, don't I? No, not at all. <laughs> It's time for news. Let's go to the news desk. Here's Bonnie with the headlines. Good morning, Bonnie. Good morning, Evan. A Florida hospital is testing a treatment to help COVID-19 patients avoid some of the damage from one of the virus's worst side effects. Sarasota Memorial Hospital is taking part in a national phase two trial of a treatment targeting one of the most dangerous aspects of COVID, excessive inflammation that could lead to organ failure and death. This is addressing the inflammatory response, which is what gets out of hand uh, and what kills people. The hospital's Dr. Kirk Volker says the IC-14 protocol targets an immune system protein called CD14 that helps immune cells fight viruses but can go overboard. Results are expected early next year. I'm Gordon Bird. 
A Vero Beach man was arrested early Sunday morning after a relative told police the man had a bomb he was planning to bring to an airport. Michael Ferris, age 39, was taken into custody after police received a call at about 7.40 p.m. Saturday reporting a suspected bomb threat on a boat anchored north of Vero Beach Municipal Marina in the Indian River Lagoon, said Officer Daryl Rivers of the Vero Beach Police. City police contacted the St. Lucie County Sheriff's Office bomb squad after finding what appeared to be an explosive device on Ferris's backpack while escorting him off his boat. The device, Ferris told officials, was a dummy type of bomb with two butane canisters, one gallon of water, and wires wrapped in duct tape. He also said he suffered from mental illness and that there was a person inside his head named Rudy who was brainwashing him through LSD and psychotherapy. The relative who reported Ferris said he sent her a video saying he had made a bomb and was going to take it to an airport. Officials did not know what airport he planned to take it to. Ferris was booked into the Indian River County Jail early Sunday without bail on a charge of making, possessing, throwing, projecting, placing, or discharging any destructive device. Coyote sightings are increasing across South Florida this spring. Zoo Miami's Ron McGill says he thinks the population is increasing, but the coyotes are becoming more noticeable as we develop more land. This is a, a natural migration. It's not an introduced species. Uh, normally shy, reserved animals, but obviously some of them are getting bolder and they're becoming more visible. So it is not uncommon that they are here. McGill says if you encounter one, don't be scared. Coyotes are not a threat to humans, but they are to small dogs and cats. So never leave your pets outside unattended. A World War II airplane taking part in the Cocoa Beach Air Show made an emergency landing in the ocean near Patrick Space Force Base beaches Saturday afternoon. No one was injured, emergency officials said. A video posted to Twitter showed the single-engine TBM Avenger make a soft landing in the shallow water south of Cocoa Beach. In the footage, the plane descends low in a controlled fashion before coming to a skidding halt in the ocean, sending up spray and foam. In another video captured by Melanie Schrader of O'Galley, the plane's single propeller can be seen no longer spinning as it glides toward the shallow water. Dozens of people in the water look up as it passes close overhead, and bystanders express shock as they watch the small aircraft make its descent. The plane landed safely on the surface of the ocean. Lastly, over 20 people held hands and formed a human chain to rescue a swimmer at a beach near Panama City, Florida, last week. And a big dog, too, recently saved a little dog from drowning in a pool in South Africa. The owners were gone when their tiny Pomeranian fell into their pool and couldn't get out. But their other dog, a 7-year-old bull terrier, spent 34 minutes trying to rescue him and finally pulled him out with her teeth. The Heat's losing streak is over as Bam Adebayo hit a jumper at the buzzer to beat Brooklyn 109-107 at Miami. Adebayo says the end of the game reminded him of the Dwayne Wade days. Don't call a timeout. And uh, made a shot. You know, you know, to see a reaction like that, it kind of felt like uh, when three was here. The Magic blew a 12-point lead in the third quarter and lost 114-110 to to the Rockets in Orlando. Our news time is 727. We'll have weather and traffic together next.
incurred roof damage in the last two years, Code Red Roofers is there to help you with all of your roofing needs. Code Red Roofers, the roofers who respond 24-7. And there are flexible payment options for metal, tile, shingle, or flat roofs. Code Red Roofers, say habla espanol. Code Red Roofers, 844-4-CODE-RED. That's 844-4-CODE-RED. 727 right now on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. It's the Monday edition. It's time for traffic and weather together. All brought to you by Code Red Roofers. Bonnie? We do have an accident in Martin County right now. This is on I-95 southbound in Stewart, mile marker 101 at Canner Highway. It is southbound, and it doesn't look like there's any roadblock there at the moment. Uh, other areas, including St. Lucie County, it's uh, looking like a good ride. No other accidents on this Monday morning. There's your latest look at traffic. We have 75 in Palm City. In Windham, New Hampshire, it's 37. Here's our weather at WPTV. It's a mild and muggy start to the morning along the Treasure Coast. Temperatures in the low to mid-70s with some showers possible for the morning drive. This afternoon, highs in the mid-80s, scattered showers and storms possible as a front moves across central Florida. Some of those storms could be strong to severe. Overnight tonight, lows in the upper 60s, mostly cloudy skies and some isolated showers and storms possible. Tomorrow through Wednesday, that unsettled weather pattern continues. Mostly cloudy skies with scattered showers and some isolated severe storms possible as a front stalls out across the area. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Katya Hall on WSTUAM 1450 Martin County's Heritage Station. ACDoctorsInc.com No hype, just facts. I'm Casey and I invite you to tune into the Casey Ingram Show at my new time, Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Hear from community leaders, learn about some of our great nonprofit organizations, get the latest updates from our elected officials, and meet the candidates. Even rock and roll legends have joined the show from time to time. I'm conservative but not divisive, bringing you the talk of the community. It is a fun and interesting hour beginning at 10 a.m. every Wednesday on WSTU AM 1450 and Facebook Live at the Casey Ingram Show. The Slim Body Laser Spa, the wait is over. What are you waiting for? Call the Slim Body Laser Spa in Stewart today and start losing inches today. That's right, lose belly fat, your double chin, flabby thighs, upper arm fat. Well, you get the picture. In a short series of laser-assisted weight loss treatments, you can lose inches of unwanted fat. Call 223-5885. The Slim Body Laser Spa, the wait is over. Lose weight. Feel great and look fantastic. With a little help from Dr. Tred J. Razaker of Slim Body Laser Spa, East Ocean Boulevard in Stewart. And they're online. Visit their website, slimbodylaser.com. In a few short treatments, you'll see results. Boost three, six, even nine inches of unwanted belly fat. The wait is over. Call today, 223-5885. That's 223-5885. The Slim Body Laser Spa, the wait is over. Florida real estate is...
is hotter than the weather. Now is a great time to find that dream home. I'm Eileen Simons, Realtor with EXP Realty. Join me for My Dream Home every Monday morning at 10 on WPSL and WSTU. We'll talk about real estate, answer your questions, interview guest experts, have featured listings, and a featured community each week. That's My Dream Home Radio Show, Mondays at 10 on WPSL and WSTU, or listen on Alexa, Google Home, or on the TuneIn app. Mornings are better with the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie on WSTU. This is not headline news. Chrissy Teigen returned to Twitter. Thank goodness, I was beginning to forget how much better her life is than ours. Brad Pitt was seen in a wheelchair after getting his wisdom teeth removed. A wheelchair for wisdom teeth? I guess that's the first rule you don't talk about in Wussy Club. <laughs> Conan O'Brien turned 58 yesterday and got birthday cards from both of his viewers. Amazon offered 10 free ebooks for World Book Day. We can't wait to see what Amazon offers for tomorrow's 420 day. And CBS renewed NCIS for the 19th season, which explains the extra skip in Grandpa's shuffle. This is not headline news. And from not headline news, we get a stupid news. And now it's time for Stupid News. It's so stupid and awesome. Where we ask the important questions. Are some people too stupid to live? Why are people so stupid? Are you effing stupid? Well, these headlines are just in from the weekend and and last week. And boy, we've got some good stuff for you this morning, Bonnie. Was it a wild weekend in some places? It was a wild weekend everywhere. Ah, Especially down in Louisiana. Ah, Or should I say up in Louisiana? Yeah, but yeah, for us, we, we do have to say up when, yeah. when we're down here. Yeah, everything <laughs> is pretty much up or over. Uh-huh. You know, because if we go cross-country, it's over. That's if true. If we go north, it's up. Mm-hmm. So it's never down unless we're going down under to the outback. But can we still say down in the bayou? And sure, why maybe, not? Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. or over in the bayou, whichever one. Yeah. Six of one, half a dozen of the other. It don't matter. Yeah. But anyway, over in Louisiana, uh, there's a 33-year-old guy named Kellen... Spadani, who seems to have bank errors and winning the lottery confused completely. Police say that after Charles Schwab accidentally transferred $1.2 million into his brokerage account. Wait, now, isn't Charles Schwab a famous investor himself? Yes. Yes. (laughs) Okay. After the the company Charles Schwab. (laughs) Yeah. accidentally transferred $1.2 million into his brokerage account, he refused to give it back. Uh, He was supposed to have transferred $82.56. Oh, that's a big uh, difference. Does he he not know his math? Just a tad bit. (laughs) Now, according to a federal lawsuit, when the bank tried to reclaim the funds, the day after the software error... Some of the money had already been transferred right out of the account. And the gentleman refused to respond to calls and emails over the next month. Now, investigators say that he used the money to buy a house and a new car. Yeah. Yes, a house and a new car. Doesn't he know about this day and age? They're going to get him somewhere, somehow, some way. 
and I'm sure it's coming soon. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, definitely so. So the the sheriff's office said that uh, uh, he was fired as a 911 dispatcher on the same day. He was arrested on fraud and theft charges. Oh, yeah. Uh, he is now free on $150,000 bond, and authorities say most of the money has been recovered. The bank says that his account contract included a requirement to return funds after any accidental payments, but he would have no legal claim to the money in that case. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he better watch yeah. out. He did that in Louisiana, too. They might feed him to the Gators. Yeah, exactly. Be careful, Sonny. Exactly. Um, a 48-year-old landlord in Ireland. We're going to go to Ireland, okay? The luck of the Irish. You're a little wee bit Irish this yes. morning. A 48-year-old landlord in Ireland, the guy's name is John Shahan, found out his tenants had turned their place into a marijuana grow house and evicted them all for what they had done. Uh-huh. Now, when the guy went inside, the landlord, he found 33 plants on the property, burned them all, and he kicked the tenants out. But then once they were gone, he reconsidered and decided to turn the place into his own grow house. He must have smelt that nice, sweet, permeating smell when he was burning the plants and reconsidered. Now, police found 23 pot plants and nine ounces of weed that he was getting ready to sell. He told the judge that he was desperate for money, and in the end, they let him off pretty darn easy. Wow. He only got two years probation, but he had to forfeit the $6,000 he already made uh-huh. from all the weed that he had grown and sold. Okay. So the judge is pretty lenient. So I'm sure he's um, happy with that decision and uh, will be celebrating 420 tomorrow on, yeah. a, on a happy note <laughs> in Ireland. That's for sure. Yes. Jeez. <laughs> he'll, um, he'll be skipping above the four-leaf clovers. It's crazy. Gavin couple of years ago figured out that you know his birthday was on 420 420. and (laughs) knows what it means now yeah a a brazilian plastic surgeon is in a lot of hot water for tiktok videos depicting her busting bizarre moves while holding bags of human flesh and liposuctioned fat what now i've seen you mean bagfuls of it that's been... I've seen this video, Bonnie. What? A plastic surgeon has gone on Tic Tac dancing with people's liposuctioned fat and human flesh. Man. Uh, what? what? The plastic surgeon's name is Karen Trisiglio Garcia. She has over 645,000 followers on Tic Tac. She had her medical license suspended by the regional board in Sao Paulo for sharing videos with patients' skin all over the internet. Yeah, isn't that a little bit morbid? She she got her license revoked for that. She matter. got her license revoked yeah. for that. Yes, in Brazil. In Brazil, that happened. In Brazil. I wonder if that would happen over here if somebody did that over here. If our license would be revoked, I would, don't. I don't know. Would the same I would. I would think so. Accountability in I mean, the U.S. You were a plastic surgeon, and you started slicing and dicing, and then yeah. walking down the street doing TikTok videos with somebody's fat in your hand. Why would you want to do that? That's that's just silly. That's beyond silly. 
That's morbid. Yeah, like you said. Yeah. It's a dead issue. <sighs> a uh, oh. man was recently rushed to a hospital after police said he accidentally shot himself while trying on pants inside of a dressing room at a Madison Walmart. Now, it doesn't say the state, so I don't want to pick on Wisconsin. Right, because okay. it could, have been, it could, it could be have Madison, been Madison somewhere else. Madison, Maine, if they yeah. have a Walmart. Yeah, or, I, I don't know. It just yeah. said Madison. Now, the shooting was reported this past Friday afternoon inside the store. Madison police said the man had entered a fitting room to try on a pair of pants. When the pistol he was carrying fell out of his pocket, hit the floor, discharged, striking him right between the legs. Oh, yikes. Oh, yeah. gosh. Yeah. Oh, that's... Talk about a painful visit. It was like a ricochet, and then it just went right up and pazam. Yeah, pazam. Boo. Yes. Boo. Talk about, yeah. That's ridiculous. Um, that hurt. that had to hurt (laughs) i I can only imagine how painful (laughs) that was yikes and then to have to come out of the dressing room and have somebody call paramedics for you yeah yeah with your junk all up in a tizzy put it in a tourniquet (laughs) (laughs) how do you tie a tourniquet around (laughs) Excuse me, do you have a piece of rope so I can tie not around my around my thing because I shot it. You have to do something. There'd be so much blood all over. Oh that, my man. gosh. <laughs> well, one thing's for sure. He won't be getting anybody pregnant anytime soon. That's for sure. Oh. Wow. <laughs> oh man. Could you imagine that happening to somebody that I, you know? I can't. I would feel. I would feel so bad. Could you imagine and, if I, I oh, hate to no. bring Gary's name into this, oh. but could you imagine Gary going into a Walmart oh. <laughs> and going in oh. to fit up this to try on this nice pair of jeans <laughs> that he really liked, yeah. and he thought they'd look really good on him. Uh, yeah, and you're standing outside. Of the fitting room. Makes me kind of thankful now that he only orders from Amazon. Right. He won't go out to a store and try on things. He orders like everything from home where it's safe. <laughs> so he goes in and he locks the door <laughs> and he's unzipping his pants. Oh my. <laughs> takes off his trousers and as he's putting on the others, oh. something falls on the ground and you hear this. Oh, God. <laughs> and you're standing there. And you're like, oh, must have been the beans I made last night. The 4th of July early. Yeah. And he comes, he's banging on the door. Bonnie. Oh, Bonnie, help me, Bonnie. That would be, oh, that would be a nightmare. Rachel would, Rachel would go nuts if if that Um, happened to me. I bet she wouldn't, like one wouldn't know what to do right away. It'd be like a a freak thing. I mean, you're in the fitting room. You're minding your own business. You're trying on your trousers (laughs) and your weapon falls on the floor and you hear this. <laughs> that oh is boy! Just, oh man! Oh lord! 
That just wouldn't be a good thing. <laughs> no, no. You know that shirt that you and Rachel brought bought me? Remember that time I told you that it's the one with a kitty cat on it? Oh, yeah. And a lazy kitty, it says Please not tell today. me you didn't set a gun off on it or something. No, but the weirdest thing did happen when I was in a Target. Uh, as we were in line checking out, a uh-huh. gentleman saw that shirt I was wearing, mm-hmm. and he said, ma'am, that shirt is incredible. It would look so nice on my wife. And oh, is that, yeah, I think you told me that he tried to buy it off of you or something like that. Yeah, he said. Wanted to buy the shirt off your back. He said, I will buy you any shirt in the store if you would give me that one to my wife. So I thought about it, you know, and, but then I was with Gary and Gary looked mm-hmm. at me like, and I said, oh, I really, I really can't. I can't do that because a coworker bought it for yeah, me, and, yeah. w- which was true, right? you know. But I never got a request like that in my That's life. That's weird. Yeah. Somebody wants to buy the shirt off your back. The shirt. Yeah, that shirt. You. And I've Rachel. had somebody want to buy my shorts. You did? Yeah, they wanted my shorts. This is many moons ago. Some, I don't know, some weird woman. Were they autographed shorts no, or something? No, they were just, I was just wearing a pair of shorts. I think she may have been like on something, oh. but she wanted to buy the shorts right off of me. Yeah. Like literally wanted me, she offered me like $100. <laughs> Take to you, just take them off, take them off right and there? give her the shorts right there and leave me in my skivvies. Were you around like any um, dressing room or bathroom where you could go and change I to give rem- her the shorts? I don't remember all the details because it was so long ago. Yeah. isn't Some things are just crazy. Um, you know, every maybe every now and then you just come into somebody who likes what you're wearing. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> But Did she say just... they would look good on her son or anything? Or uh, no, like but I her... think she said they'd look good on her. Oh, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> there was something wrong. There. I don't know. Anyway, that's your uh, stupid news for a Monday, <laughs> April the nineteenth, twenty twenty-one. And uh, as we get rid of the stupid stuff, we go to the real stuff. Where Bonnie's standing by at the news desk. All brought to you by our good friend Hawk Levy at St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. Here's Bonnie. Good morning, Bonnie. Good morning. A proposal has caused quite a stir among the residents of Indian Town. WPTV's Josh Navarro has the story. Fire and rescue came to my house. I had a hazardous condition and they responded within so many minutes. Howard Lyndon Brown still has his home after it was saved by Martin County Fire Rescue. He was one of the dozens of people who voiced their concerns about the village's proposal of breaking ties with the county. If you look around at the ages of Indian Town people, who's going to volunteer? Who's going to buy the fire truck? Who's going to do all that cost? I mean, last Sunday we didn't have water. There are pressing problems, and now you're trying to reinvent the wheel by creating a fire station? John Pasquale, a former volunteer firefighter, says it does not make sense for the village to have a volunteer-based fire and rescue department. My boss, he or she isn't going to say, oh, just don't do your job to run and put out a fire. You're, you're going to need to man the... the uh you're going to have to pay people for the day and then at night, too. I mean, how are you going to get all these people? Indian Town Council members Susan Gibbs-Thomas and Martin County Commissioner Harold Jenkins co-hosted the event. Gibbs-Thomas says while it appears the proposal would save money, it may be best to stay the course. If you look at the things that are not included, which it says right here, you have limited backup resources, which would be an extra cost. Then inspection and 911 dispatch is not included, so that's an extra cost. And I'm sure that there's a 
few other extra costs that we're not aware of. It's those many moving parts. There were talks about having this proposal put on the November ballot, but it will need the support of three council members to make it happen. So far, it only has one. In Indian Town, I'm Josh Navarro, WPTV News Channel 5. A longtime South Florida nurse accused of making videos threatening Vice President Kamala Harris's life has been arrested on federal charges. Nivian Pettit Phelps of Miami Gardens was arrested following an investigation by the U.S. Secret Service. The 39-year-old, who has worked for Jackson Health System since 2001, faces charges of threats against the vice president, according to a criminal complaint. Governor Ron DeSantis says President Biden is responsible for a huge catastrophe at the southern border. DeSantis telling Fox News he blames Biden for dismantling former President Trump's border policies, which DeSantis says worked at stopping the flow of illegal immigrants. LG at the Port Mayaka Lock and Dam this week was nearly three times more toxic than the minimum level at which the federal government deems it unsafe. Samples taken Monday on the floodgates west side measured 22 parts per billion of microcystin, a toxin sometimes found in cyanobacteria, more commonly called blue-green algae, according to the Florida Department of Environmental Protection. At eight parts per billion, microcystin makes water too hazardous to touch, ingest, or inhale for people, pets, and wildlife. Well, lastly, Sharon Osbourne appeared on HBO's Real Time with Bill Maher Friday, her first TV interview since she departed the talk in late March after a heated exchange related to race on the CBS daytime talk show earlier in the month. Osbourne and Maher shared a conversation rich in personal grievances and hand-wringing about cancel culture, but little in the way of accountability and soul-searching. The two rehashed events that led up to Osborne leaving the talk on the controversial March 10 episode. Osborne told fellow co-host she felt under siege after defending her friend Piers Morgan's comments that he didn't believe a word Duchess Megan said in her interview with Oprah Winfrey a few days earlier. I feel like I'm about to be put in the electric chair because I have a friend who many people think is a racist and that makes me a racist, according to Sharon Osborne on The Talk. Shane Bieber kept up his record strikeout run, fanning 13 and pitching the Cleveland Indians past the Cincinnati Reds 6-3 on Sunday. Bieber became the first pitcher in a big league history to begin the season with four straight starts with at least 10 strikeouts since the mound was moved to its current distance back in 1893. The 2020 Al Cy Young Award winner has 48 strikeouts this year, matching Hall of Famer Nolan Ryan for the most through the first four starts of a season. Bieber has fanned at least eight in 16 straight starts, one short of Randy Johnson's major league mark. News time is 7.50 and we'll have weather and traffic together next. I stepped into St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins, I figured it would just be one of my many stops on my road to the perfect engagement ring. My fiancé means the world to me, so I wanted something extra special. I found a huge selection of engagement rings at great prices, and my worry about finding the perfect engagement ring was quickly replaced with exceptional customer service. 
St. Lucie Jewelry's over 400 five-star reviews really told the story. I finally picked a ring, and it was perfect. She was floored, and then the tears came. Hi, this is Hawk Levy, owner of St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins. We're now celebrating 26 years, voted best diamond dealers, best jewelry buyers, and best jeweler year after year. Come celebrate with us in opening our third location at 1335 St. Lucie West Boulevard. We invite you to take a tour of our competition, but then come see us last. Seven fifty-one right now on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for traffic and weather together. Bonnie has the latest on the highways and byways. Thanks, Evan. On the Turnpike southbound in Palm City at mile marker one thirty-eight. Um, Turnpike southbound there. Use caution. There is a barricade in the left lane, and we do have another accident. As I'm bringing this up, this one is on I ninety-five southbound in Stewart at mile marker one hundred one. It is a vehicle crash. And it doesn't look like there's roadblock there at the moment. And there's your latest look at traffic. And we have 75 in Stewart this morning in Windham, New York. It's 36. Here's our forecast at WPTV. It's a mild and muggy start to the morning along the Treasure Coast. Temperatures in the low to mid-70s with some showers possible for the morning drive. This afternoon, highs in the mid-80s, scattered showers and storms possible as a front moves across central Florida. Some of those storms could be strong to severe. Overnight tonight, lows in the upper 60s, mostly cloudy skies and some isolated showers and storms possible. Tomorrow through Wednesday, that unsettled weather pattern continues. Mostly cloudy skies with scattered showers and some isolated severe storms possible as a front stalls out across the area. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Katya Hall on WSTUAM 1450 Martin County's Heritage Station. Professionals at Mark Breckville Certified Public Accountants are proud to sponsor Treasure Coast Solutions, a community service program designed to provide information you can use, a local perspective on national issues, local solutions to meet your individual concerns. At our firm, we believe that information is knowledge, and with knowledge comes the power to have a positive impact on our lives, businesses, schools, and community. If you would like one of our professionals to address your personal financial or business concerns, please give us a call to set up an appointment at 220-3380. What is your quality of life? The Owen Insurance Group plans on improving it on our Quality of Life radio show Tuesday mornings at 10 on both WPSL and WSTU. Hi, I'm Gary Owen of the Owen Insurance Group, along with Tom Bouvier. We'll help you on the road of life and make it a better one. Don't forget the Quality of Life radio show Tuesdays at 10 on WPSL and WSTU on TuneIn and Alexa. With any business, the most valuable asset are the people and the teams, no matter how small or large the organization. Hi, I'm Catherine Colhane, Associate Director for the Florida SBDC at Indian River State College. Let us help your organization turbocharge your team. As a certified driving forces analyst, I will help management work more effectively with your people, increase and improve communication, reduce conflict and stress, better understand strengths and weaknesses so that your people are properly aligned in their jobs. Hire the right people. 
Let the Florida SBDC at IRSC transform your company using a customized assessment system, knowledge, and resources. Grow and accelerate your organization by turbocharging your team. To get started, contact the Florida SBDC at IRSC. For confidential one-on-one business consulting at no cost, contact the Florida SBDC at IRSC at 336-6285. Online at irscbiz.com. Are you looking for your dream home? I am Eileen Simons, a licensed realtor with eXp Realty. My team and I can help you find your dream home on the Treasure Coast and beyond. I bring 20-plus years' experience with the residential real estate market, helping both buyers and sellers achieve their dreams. Call or text me at 772-200-5105 or visit our website at mydreamhomeusa.com. Today in Ag News on the Southeast Ag Network, there's only two weeks remaining to the 2021 Florida Legislative Session. And according to Director of Governmental Affairs for the Florida Cattlemen's Association, Sam Ard, things are moving along pretty well for the ag community. We should have an interesting last couple of weeks. Everything is moving along pretty well for the ag community. The right to farm legislation that we've been looking forward to see passing that will ease a lot of the legal burdens that ag has with people constantly moving in is ready to go out of the house Uh, the senate bill is sitting in the house both bills now are identical and we think in these next couple of days the house can pick up and pass and, and move it on to the governor's office over in the senate the ag industry and the department of environmental protection water management districts have reached agreement on language with the central florida water initiative having to do with water allocations for ag for the next few years uh, came out of the Senate Appropriations Committee this past week and it is ready for the Senate floor and ready to move over to the House for final action there. Well, Sam, I realize they're uh, trying to finish up the budget, but uh, they have to have it done by a certain time, don't they, in order to uh, get it passed before the session ends. I'll let you explain. How does that actually work? Yeah, Florida not only is, is a balanced budget state, meaning that we can't run a budget deficit, but they also mandate the budget be placed on the members' desk three days ahead of the final vote so that everybody has a chance to read the budget and look through it and that no one has any real surprises. So in order for the members to adjourn on time at the end of 60 days, it'll have to be put on the member's desk by day 57. So legislators just started meeting in budget conference this past weekend, and that should give them plenty of time to have the budget finished on time and where we can adjourn by day 60. Day 60 and the scheduled end to the Florida Legislative Session is April 30th. Randall Wiseman, Southeast Agnet. If you have a suggestion for the show, we would love to hear from you. Send us an email to WSTUMorningShow at gmail.com. Now let's get back to the Get Up and Go Show. Here's Evan and Bonnie. So Dr. John Malay is going to be here from the Martin County School System. He is the superintendent. He'll more than likely be on our uh, Zoom feed, so to speak, and he'll be joining here momentarily. Uh, so he'll be with us in the 8 o'clock hour, Bonnie. Yeah, you know, once in a while, John will um, surprise us, you yeah. know, and kind of knock on our door. Just kind of pops in here whenever he wants, which yeah. is fine. But we then, have that open door policy. With his bright bow ties yes. on, and we never know which one he's going to be I'm gonna, wearing. I'm going to predict, I'm going to say he's going to wear 
Um, I'm going to go out on a limb and say he's going to wear red today. Oh, you know what? I was going to say that exactly when I was looking at your headphones, Evan. Oh, my my, my beats? Red headphones. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll predict red right there. You think there so? With All right. You. So we're both going with red this morning for him. Yeah. All right. Red bow tie. Red, red he and she said. Okay. So. All right. That'll work. Well, that'll definitely work with us. Uh, that's going to be coming up just after the news this morning, right here on WSTU Stewart, Martin County's Heritage Station. The news is coming up next in then hour number three of the award-winning, critically acclaimed Get Up and Go show. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back in just a little bit. and defense at former police officer Derek Chauvin's trial make their closing arguments today in Minneapolis. There have been protests throughout the trial there and in other cities. Fox's Ashley Strohmeyer reports. Demonstrations were peaceful Friday and Saturday, but things turned violent last night. Police declared an unlawful assembly after protesters threw eggs, damaged windows at a clothing store, and then blocked traffic. In South Carolina, an unlawful assembly was declared in Charleston. This is protesters faced off against riot police. U.S. cities are prepared for things to get worse as a verdict is expected this week. Vandals tossed what appears to be blood on the former home of a defense witness. That was in California. There's a man taken into custody, suspected in the shooting death of three people at a bar in Kenosha, Wisconsin, late Saturday night. Police say at least three people are wounded. President Biden's chief medical advisor says he does not expect a recommended pause on administering one of the coronavirus vaccines to last long. Dr. Anthony Fauci said on CBS Face the Nation the CDC advisory committee could restart the Johnson & Johnson vaccine at its meeting Friday. With some form of restriction or some form of warning. It was paused after six women developed blood clots post-inoculation. Dr. Fauci says a similar effect was seen with the AstraZeneca vaccine in Europe, but in men and women. He says by Friday he hopes there will be more known on whether the J&J reactions have been in more than just the six women affected. Gernal Scott, Fox News. NASA's Mars helicopter, named Ingenuity, it weighs four pounds, has taken the first powered controlled flight on another planet. It carried a bit of fabric from the Wright Flyer. It made the first successful heavier-than-air flight on this planet in North Carolina in 1903. It took more than three hours for data to come back from Mars 178 million miles away to say the helicopter flight was a death. America's listening to Fox News. Millions are tuning into Newsmax TV and going to Newsmax.com for real news. Now, Newsmax is asking if you approve of Joe Biden, his policies, and trillions in spending. And did President Trump do a better job? Vote in the Newsmax poll. Just text the word RESPOND to 39747. That's RESPOND to 39747. Let us know who you like better, Trump or Biden. Vote in the Newsmax poll. Text RESPOND to 39747. That's RESPOND to 39747. And watch Newsmax today. 
Here's Terry Bradshaw for Publishers Clearinghouse. Hey, if you want to win seven grand a week, you better step on it. There are just days left to enter to win $7,000 a week for life from Publishers Clearinghouse on April 30th. Yep, you got to enter pch.com before it's too late. Real people really do win, just like you. You don't want to miss out, do you? But you got to be in it to win it. Seven grand a week for life. Enter now at pch.com. Entries due 427. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Chicago Public High Schools closed because of the coronavirus pandemic are open for in-person learning today for the first time in more than a year. A plan approved by the Chicago Teachers Union includes helping students 16 and older and their families get coronavirus vaccines with priority given to the hardest hit zip codes. Younger kids have been returning to schools in Chicago in stages since February. The British Prime Minister Boris Johnson has called off a trip to India because of a surge in coronavirus cases there. He and Indian Prime Minister Narendra Modi were scheduled to meet in New Delhi, and he says it's sensible to cancel with the city under lockdown. Prime Minister Johnson was hospitalized with COVID-19 a year ago. We're nearly a month into spring, but it's going to feel a lot more like winter in part of the country. Wintry weather will be the big story this week as snow spreads from the Rockies through the plains into the Midwest and the Northeast. A cold surge of air plunging southward from Canada is dropping temperatures and setting the stage for the snow this week. Record low temperatures could be broken with freeze advisories up for close to a dozen states. Meanwhile, strong to severe thunderstorms will be possible over central Florida. With flash flooding a concern, over five inches of rain will be possible over the next few days. Dry, windy conditions will also elevate fire danger for parts of Utah and western Colorado. I'm Janice Dean. Fox News. Nine races into the season and a NASCAR Cup Series veteran keeps coming up just short of the checkered flag. Denny Hamlin's first victory of the season will have to wait another week at least. Hamlin led the Toyota owners 400 with 13 laps to go. And on the restart from a caution, the 48 car of Alex Bowman was able to overtake the 11 and hold on for the victory. For Bowman, it's the third Cup Series win of his career and his first since taking over the 48 car for Hendrick Motorsports this season. For Hamlin, it's his eighth top five finish in nine races this year. The series heads to Talladega Super Speedway for the Geico 500 next Sunday. That's Ryan Mayer. I'm Chris Foster, Fox News. Florida real estate is hotter than the weather. Now is a great time to find that dream home. I'm Eileen Simons, Realtor with EXP Realty. Join me for My Dream Home every Monday morning at 10 on WPSL and WSTU. We'll talk about real estate, answer your questions, interview guest experts, have featured listings, and a featured community each week. That's My Dream Home radio show Mondays at 10 on WPSL and WSTU or listen on Alexa, Google Home, or on the TuneIn app. Just imagine. Imagine finding a doctor who listens. Imagine a doctor who cares, who takes time to understand you and your lifestyle better. Imagine an entire care team dedicated to helping you live your best life. You don't have to imagine. WellMed is redefining aging with our unique approach to care designed by physicians to help you stay as healthy as possible. Learn more about our recognized model of care at discoverwellmed.com. Are you an entrepreneur or a business owner along the Treasure Coast? Well, then you should be tuning in to Small Biz Florida from the Florida Small Business Development Center at Indian River State College. Hi, I'm Tom Kindred, your host for Small Biz Florida. Entrepreneurs and business owners will learn how the Florida SBDC and IRSC can help you start, 
grow and accelerate your business. Monday mornings at 11 on WSTU 1450 and worldwide on WPSLTV.com. Coming to you live from Stewart, Florida, the greatest little town in the world. It's the award-winning, critically acclaimed Get Up and Go Show on AM 1450 WSTU. You're invited to call the show anytime at 772-220-9788. And now, broadcasting live from their palatial studios, here are your hosts, Evan and Bonnie. Thank you very much, Mr. Announcer. It is a Monday morning, April the 19th, 2021. All I need is that hat. Okay, you cannot have my hat. It was a gift. Don't you think that's the most beautiful hat you've ever seen? Yeah, I think my hat's pretty damn good looking. I found that quite annoying. Well, I'm glad you find my hat annoying, but Bonnie doesn't and nobody else does. So put that in your hat and you can eat that also as well. It's 8.07. Mr. Clock, would you verify that? It's now 8.07 a.m. And as always at 8.07 a.m., we welcome in Dr. John Millay. He is the superintendent of the Martin County School System. John, good morning, and how are you? Good morning. How are you and Bonnie doing? Oh, you know, we're good. Bonnie and I had a running bet this morning about what color your bow tie was going to be. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Martin County School's bow tie, red, white, blue. Okay, well, all right, so we're partly right. We were. Um, we're partly right. We were a third right, I yeah, guess. Yeah, one third right. Yes. We guessed it was going to be a red bow tie this morning. It was close. This one, like, if you look at our little insignia. Yeah, I see that. Uh, it hits blue and white, but it has some red accents, so it's kind of my Martin County School District tie. We'll take it. Yeah. We'll take it. Very, red, white, and blue. Oh, I like that. Very, very patriotic. Nice. Yeah, it Love is. Love it. Love it so. Let's uh, get right. Uh, let's just jump right in. No safety flotation devices needed for this one. But let's talk a little bit about uh, the school board and the discussions that are going on currently about the reopening plan for 2021 and 2022. Sure. We'll have some information tomorrow night. We're going to meet at 4. Uh, public's always invited. They can uh, watch on YouTube as well, online. Uh, it's held at our meeting room on Ocean Boulevard. They can attend. Again, they can click online. But uh, we're, we're looking at our school reopening for the fall. And has been the case since March 2020, decisions about the health and safety of protocols will be made using guidance and recommendations from public health officials. So mm -hmm. we want to plan our plan our return. We're not out yet, so we want to finish smoothly here. We are, but we're talking about some planning for the coming school year. Um, our district's K-12 pandemic crisis response team comprised of district staff, local pediatricians, health department. They meet on a monthly basis to review the local landscape related to COVID. And they'll make recommendations, of course, with some best practices. Uh, but the startup, the, the, as far as the coming school year, uh, we're looking at the board will discuss that, but right now we're over about 82% traditional. Uh, there's been talk about face masks. You know, we have to stay healthy. We have to do those things practical. Mm -hmm. to keep the, uh, our students and staff safe. So the commissioner has uh, asked school districts not to adopt the mandatory mask policy. That's statewide. We currently do have that. So the board's considering that. But, you know, that'll be something as we get closer to the school year. Uh, we'll just see how this keeps bearing out. But, uh, you know, that's the plan of the commissioner for people to not have a mandatory 
in the fall. So the board's going to discuss that some, and you know, that's four months away. Uh, our priority right now is currently closing the school year and focusing on safely graduating our kids. And uh, a lot of parents, you know, the they'll, kids will have a week or so out, but they, they need uh, summer. There's going to be summer school programs and extended days. So we have a variety of programs for students, the, some that just need a, a great fun supervised place for their students to get some educational activity. That, that's the extended day programs we offer. And then there will be summer school. So students that would also like uh, kind of catch up, stay on pace, target, uh, we'll be reaching out to students that that would really benefit. So if a parent would like that, that's typically all of the month of June will be summer school, but we are providing transportation. We're gonna provide free meals. There are gonna be some fun activities. So a little different than the school day, it's not all day. It'll go, I believe, till eight until one. Mm-hmm. So there will be uh, services offered this summer. So if any kids, we're behind or parents would like them to get ahead. That's that's going to happen. All right. Very good. Very good. By the way, I'm, I am sending you something to your cell phone just so uh, you have it. And I would like to uh, extend a personal invitation to you to this um, event because I know it does pertain to um, the Martin County school system. And we can talk more about that. Uh, yeah. off air. So I, I'm hope that you can partake and, and attend as well. Um, let's continue on. Let's talk a little bit about the Martin County Retired Educators Association Award Scholarship to the Outstanding High School Seniors. Yeah, this is pretty neat. Uh, the Martin County High School Senior Daniel Tapia Medrano is one step closer to realizing his dream of becoming an educator. Thanks to a generous scholarship awarded to him by the Martin County Retired Education Association, Daniel's arrival at Martin County High School did not mirror the traditional path taken by many students. While he was born in the United States, he returned to his family's native Mexico at the age of two Mm -hmm. and remained there for the next 14 years. When Daniel stepped onto the campus of Martin County High School three years ago, he spoke no English. His living arrangement was also proved to be difficult. Uh, Although he was able to move in with relatives, he did not know them at all, but he since... Daniel plans to continue his studies at Indian River State College in the fall, pursuing a degree in education, just three short years removed from speaking only Spanish. So his drive to help his his fellow second language learners reach their full potential for success in their academic and career goals is sincere. His nominating teacher shared, she shared he's flexible, highly approachable, always demonstrates excellent interpersonal skill, and he's humble. So Lots of great words about how he's aligned with the growth mindset. So he wants to be a teacher, and it sounds like uh, he's on his way. So we're proud of Daniel and all of our English language learners throughout this district. He's one of many examples how a Martin County student chasing his goals with persistence and determination. So proud of him and all the faculty and staff that have helped him. So he's just one of our many success stories. You can give him a nice little applause. Yes, a round of applause. Yeah. Definitely round yeah. of applause, for without surely. a doubt. For sure, for sure. Um, something that's very important coming up once again, and it's going to be a little different than your usual, is the graduations. We've got uh, four four schools that are going to be having, um, I guess we can't say traditional uh, be, because of, of COVID, but... Um, they're going to do the best they can. So let's discuss those, uh, the schedules coming up for these schools. Yeah, we're really excited uh, about graduations coming up. That's a great time of the year for uh, new be- endings and new beginnings for our, our seniors. So 
Uh, Clark Advanced Learning Center, Saturday, May 15th, held at Jensen Beach High School at 9.30 a.m. Mm-hmm. Jensen Beach High School is Wednesday, May 19th at 8.30 a.m. Martin County High School, Thursday, May 20th, 8.30 a.m. South Fork High School, May 21st, 8.30 a.m. So our three comprehensive high schools, 19th, 20th, and 21st, each ceremony will take place in the school's football stadium and will be live streamed for graduates and guests who will be participating from home. They each can bring guests that's that's lined out with them in their school. They, they know what they can do there. Uh, as ceremonies for Jensen Beach High School, Martin County High School, and South Fork will be held on regular school days. This is important. The bell schedules for underclassmen have been modified for the date of each school ceremony. The school day will begin at 11 a.m. for all underclassmen on the date of their school's class of 2021 graduation ceremony. So parents will have to pay particularly close watch to that. Bell schedules, meal information, transportation schedules for the dates of graduation ceremonies are available on martinschools.org website. Um, now, the graduating class is coming up, the class of, <clears throat> excuse me, the class of 2021. Is there a limit on how many guests a student is allowed? Uh, that's going to be in person, and I'll be handing them their diplomas with their their, their faculty that are there. Uh, to my understanding, it's two at this point, but we are live streaming that, and I believe that was similar to last year. But okay. we'll be able to move through it a little more efficiently, having done it once efficiently, having done it once. So. Uh, that's what the plan is at this point. But students have been given all that information. It's went home. It's out there okay. for the parents. So they've been made aware, but uh, it sneaks up on you. Okay. And you will be on stage for each of the graduations presenting the diplomas? Each one, Clark, wow. May 15th, and then the other three, the 19th, 20th, and 21st. No handshaking, though, right? <laughs> uh, maybe we'll do a virtual high five or so that will Fit, little Little fist bump, maybe. Yeah. There you go. go. That'll work. Um, Another question I wanted to ask you is what is in store for next year? Are we going back to traditional learning where it is going to be mandatory for in-person learning? Well, that's our plan. Now, the board has that ultimate decision. That's what they'll be talking about Tuesday. Okay. Right now, we have less than 20% of our students that are remote or doing Florida virtual. So, uh, the push, you know, of course, from the president of the United States all the way down about reopening schools. We know the state of Florida mm-hmm. has certainly pushed and uh, done a great job of trying to keep schools open, particularly Martin County. So most of our kids, the, the vast majority have been traditional. Uh, that would be the expectation for the coming year. But our board ultimately makes that decision. But parents will have options. You know, they will definitely uh, have Florida virtual at this point in time that if they choose to do that. So, uh, those options are talked about tomorrow. All right. Very good. That's Dr. John Malay. He is the, uh, um, the superintendent of the Martin County school system. If, uh, you ever need any information about anything pertaining to the school board, the website to go to is martinschools.org. That's martinschools.org. That is the website where there is a plethora of information and you can pretty much log on and get anything that, uh, anything that they, they may need. Right, John? That's right. Click around. There's the dashboards that keep them up to date on COVID, on enrollment. There's just, I would encourage, there's a lot of parent resources, enrollment information. 
And again, any parent that still, I know it's a little late in the school year, but if they have been doing remote uh, homeschooling their, their children, mm -hmm. they are welcome back tomorrow if they would like to come. As soon as okay. they call the school, if they'd like to learn more about what's happening now, we would like to finish strong with them. So mm -hmm. it's still not too late to get back in the, uh, if they'd like to reacclimate to school before the fall, we'd, we'd, we'd be happy to talk to them. So there's no waiting period. If somebody wants to go from remote learning to traditional learning back in person, all they have well, to do is make a phone call and that's it. Well, it, there's, there may be a little bit more to it, but I can tell you uh, if they've been doing remote with our teachers, everybody's case is a little bit different. If they've been doing remote with us, uh, which would be they're doing synchronous instruction, they've been sitting home watching their teacher. They mm -hmm. could come right back. I mm -hmm. mean, short of there being something uh, medical, some medical issue, we right. don't know. But typically our remote students, yes, could come right back. Beautiful, beautiful. John, always a pleasure to have you on, and we will definitely speak soon. All right. Thank you. All right. You take care and have a great day. That's Dr. John Millay. He is the superintendent for the Martin County School System. It's time for the Precious Metals Report. It's all brought to you by our good friends at St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. Gold opening up at $1,776.70 an ounce and silver opening up at $25.82 an ounce. That is the Precious Metals Report. And it's always brought to you by St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. Jewelry and Coin. The first time I stepped into St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins, I figured it would just be one of my many stops on my road to the perfect engagement ring. My fiancé means the world to me, so I wanted something extra special. I found a huge selection of engagement rings at great prices, and my worry about finding the perfect engagement ring was quickly replaced with exceptional customer service. St. Lucie Jewelry's over 400 five-star reviews really told the story. I finally picked a ring, and it was perfect. She was floored. And then the tears came. Hi, this is Hawk Levy, owner of St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins. We're now celebrating 26 years. Voted best diamond dealers, best jewelry buyers, and best jeweler year after year. Come celebrate with us in opening our third location at 1335 St. Lucie West Boulevard. We invite you to take a tour of our competition, but then come see us last. Eight twenty-one right now on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for news. Let's head over to the news desk where Bonnie's standing by with the headlines. Good morning, Bonnie. Good morning, Evan. Governor Ron DeSantis says President Biden is responsible for a huge catastrophe at the southern border. DeSantis telling Fox News he blames Biden for dismantling former President Trump's border policies, which DeSantis says worked at stopping the flow of illegal migrants. Coyote sightings are increasing across South Florida this spring. Zoo Miami's Ron McGill says he thinks the population is increasing, but the coyotes are becoming more noticeable as we develop more land. This is a, a natural migration. It's not an introduced species. Uh, normally shy, reserved animals, but obviously some of them are getting bolder and they're becoming more visible. So it is not uncommon that they are here. McGill says if you encounter one, don't be scared. Coyotes are not a threat to humans, but they are to small dogs and cats. So never leave your pets outside unattended. Street racing may be to blame for two fatal accidents this weekend. A driver believed to be racing was killed in Volusia County, and a hit-and-run driver killed two sisters in Brevard County. 
A Florida hospital is testing a treatment to help COVID-19 patients avoid some of the damage from one of the virus's worst side effects. Sarasota Memorial Hospital is taking part in a national phase two trial of a treatment targeting one of the most dangerous aspects of COVID, excessive inflammation that could lead to organ failure and death. This is addressing the inflammatory response, which is what gets out of hand uh, and what kills people. The hospital's Dr. Kirk Volker says the IC-14 protocol targets an immune system protein called CD14 that helps immune cells fight viruses but can go overboard. Results are expected early next year. I'm Gordon Bird. The coronavirus is responsible for 35 more deaths in Florida. The Department of Health also announcing over 6,800 new cases. A World War II airplane taking part in the Cocoa Beach Air Show made an emergency landing in the ocean near Patrick Space uh, Four Space Beaches Saturday afternoon. No one was injured, emergency officials said. A video posted to Twitter showed the single-engine TBM Avenger making a soft landing in the shallow water south of Cocoa Beach. In the footage, the plane descends low in a controlled fashion before coming to a skidding halt in the ocean, sending up spray and foam. The plane had landed safely on the surface of the ocean. Algae at the Port Mayaka Lock and Dam this week was nearly three times more toxic than the minimum level at which the federal government deems it unsafe. Samples taken on Monday on the floodgates west side measured 22 parts per billion of microcystin, a toxin sometimes found in cyanobacteria, more commonly called blue algae, blue-green algae, according to the Florida Department of Environmental Protection. At eight parts per billion, microcystin makes water too hazardous to touch, ingest, or inhale for people, pets, and wildlife, according to the U.S. Environmental Protection Agency. A Vero Beach man was arrested early Sunday morning after a relative told police the man had a bomb he was planning to bring to an airport, according to officials. Michael Ferris, age 39, was taken into custody after police received a call about 7.40 p.m. Saturday reporting a suspected bomb threat on a boat anchored north of Vero Beach Municipal Marina in the Indian River Lagoon, said Officer Daryl Rivers of the Vero Beach Police. City police contacted the St. Lucie County Sheriff's Office bomb squad after finding what appeared to be an explosive device on Ferris's backpack while escorting him off his boat. The device, Ferris told officials, was a dummy type of bomb with two butane canisters, one gallon of water, and wires wrapped in duct tape. He also said he suffered from mental illness and that there was a person inside his head named Rudy who was brainwashing him through LSD and psychotherapy. The relative who reported Ferris said he sent her a video saying he had made a bomb and was going to take it to an airport, Rivers said. Officials did not know what airport he planned to take it to. Ferris was booked into the Indian River County Jail early Sunday without bail on a charge of making, possessing, throwing, projecting, placing, or discharging any destructive device. Lastly, Sharon Osbourne appeared on HBO's Real Time with Bill Maher Friday. That was her first TV interview since she departed the talk in late March after a heated exchange related to race on the CBS daytime talk show earlier in the month. Osborne and Maher shared a conversation rich in personal grievance and hand-wringing about cancel culture, but little in the way of accountability and soul-searching. The two rehashed events that led up 
Osborne leaving the talk on the controversial March 10 episode. Osborne told fellow co-hosts she felt under siege after defending her friend Piers Morgan's comments that he didn't believe a word Duchess Megan said in her interview with Oprah Winfrey a few days earlier. And it's off to the races for Formula One in South Florida. Formula One announced Sunday that the Miami Grand Prix will be held at Hard Rock Stadium in 2022. It's part of a 10-year deal that brings Formula One racing to South Florida beginning next year. Now, the date of the race on the Formula One calendar has not yet been announced. News time, 827. We'll have weather and traffic together next. who respond 24-7 and there are flexible payment options for metal, tile, shingle or flat roofs. Code Red Roofers, say habla espanol Code Red Roofers 844-4-CODE-RED That's 844-4-CODE-RED 827 on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. It's the Monday edition. It's time for traffic and weather together. All brought to you by Code Red Roofers. Bonnie? Well, on I-95 northbound this morning in Hope Sound, there is an accident. And this is at mile marker 93. This is I-95 northbound in Hope Sound. No roadblock is showing from that accident. And on the Turnpike southbound in the Palm City area at mile marker 138, slow down, use some caution because there is a barricade in the left lane. And there's your latest look at traffic. In Stewart this morning, a partly to mostly cloudy 77 and it's 75 in Port St. Lucie. Here's our weather update at WPTV. It's a mild and muggy start to the morning along the Treasure Coast. Temperatures in the low to mid-70s with some showers possible for the morning drive. This afternoon, highs in the mid-80s, scattered showers and storms possible as a front moves across central Florida. Some of those storms could be strong to severe. Overnight tonight, lows in the upper 60s, mostly cloudy skies and some isolated showers and storms possible. Tomorrow through Wednesday, that unsettled weather pattern continues. Mostly cloudy skies with scattered showers and some isolated severe storms possible as a front stalls out across the area. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Katya Hall on WSTUAM 1450 Martin County's Heritage Station. Did you know Social Security has literally hundreds of ways you can file? It's not just about how long you're going to live. It's about minimizing taxes and maximizing income when combining investments and pensions. I'm Denny Artachi, a certified Social Security claiming strategist. Call me at 561-537-5897 and get your optimization report so you can make an intelligent decision on when and how to collect your benefit. 561-537-5897. 
Call the Slim Body Laser Spa and Steward today and start losing inches today. That's right, lose belly fat, your double chin, flabby thighs, upper arm fat. Well, you get the picture. In a short series of laser-assisted weight loss treatments, you can lose inches of unwanted fat. Call 223-5885. The Slim Body Laser Spa, the weight is over. Lose weight, feel great, and look fantastic. With a little help from Dr. Tred J. Razaker of Slim Body Laser Spa. East Ocean Boulevard in Stewart. And they're online. Visit their website, slimbodylaser.com. In a few short treatments, you'll see results. Lose three, six, even nine inches of unwanted belly fat. The wait is over. Call today, 223-5885. That's 223-5885. The Slim Body Laser Spa. The wait is over. Hello, this is Gary Owen of the Owen Insurance Group. We are a local independent insurance agency located right here on the Treasure Coast. I've been a resident here for 34 years and have helped thousands of clients with their insurance planning needs. We specialize in life, health, and Medicare insurance planning. Don't travel the road alone. Let us be your guide. We are the Owen Insurance Group. Contact us today at 772-210-1020 or visit our website at oweninsurancegroup.net. If you have a suggestion for the show, we would love to hear from you. Send us an email to wstumorningshow at gmail.com. Now let's get back to the Get Up and Go Show. Here's Evan and Bonnie. 831 right now the Get Up and Go Show. Without further ado, here's Randy Siegel with the Space Report. Good morning, Randy. Good morning to you, sir. Well, it was on this day in history in 1967 that NASA landed its Surveyor 3 spacecraft on the moon. As it turned out, that Surveyor 3 was visited many years later by astronauts Pete Conrad and Alan Bean in 1969. The Soviet Union launched their first space station, Salyut 1, into orbit on this date in history. They also, on this date in history, orbited their, their, their Salyut 7 space station into orbit. That took place in 1982. We had the 200th spacewalk that took place in space by Genady Manikov and Alexander Polyacek. They left the Mir space station, and they were working with their Strela boom, and unfortunately, one of the handles broke off, and they could no longer use that particular instrument. And also, NASA launched its STS-100 spacecraft in 2001 we're sad to report that a longtime space advocate and someone who knew space like nobody else and let us know about the soviet space program nicholas johnson has passed away nick johnson was the one who told us the most about the then soviet union space program as he had a lot of tracking knowledge and inside knowledge. Eventually, he went on to work for NASA as the chief scientist for orbital debris, so he will be sorely missed. Well, it happened this morning. Yep, just about 3.30 this morning, we had the spacecraft Ingenuity, the little helicopter that could take flight from Mars. 
What makes it even more interesting is that they didn't start getting information back until 6.15 this morning about its flight. And the flight that took place allowed the vehicle to go up just about 10 feet. They intend to fly it a little bit higher each day. But this was the first time that we've ever had powered flight on another planet. In fact, they've named it the Wilbur and Orville Wright landing strip. So the Wright brothers get a little bit of attention. You might recall that there's a little piece of their plane that is on the Ingenuity rover. Perseverance took pictures of the rover as it lifted off and went into the sky. So you have two working spacecrafts. But alas, we do have a slight problem on Mars as a result of Martian dust devils. Yep, the dust devils bring up a lot of the dust from the surface of Mars, and it covers spacecrafts. In this case, NASA's InSight Mars lander has gone into hibernation. And the reason for that is the dust that is now covering its solar panels. This was a solar panel spacecraft, in difference to Perseverance. With this particular spacecraft, it's an in-situ spacecraft, which means basically that it stays in one place on the red planet. And it's drilling down to listen for earthquakes and, or excuse me, Mars quakes, and to get any information back from the weather in the location where it is. However, being in the position, the dust gets on its solar panels, thus not allowing it to have the type of energy that it needs to continue its operation. They expect that in July, when the sun goes back up, and the Martian winter comes to an end, that they can still keep this particular spacecraft listening on the Martian surface. Over the weekend, three astronauts returned from space. On Saturday, Sergei Rusakov, Sergei Kushevashchikov, as well as NASA astronaut Katie Rubens, returned to Earth. They're now safely back home. Rubens is in Houston, and the Russians went back to Star City for further tests. Now, next up, will be astronauts Shannon Walker, I'm sorry, on the station, Shannon Walker, Victor Glover, Mike Hopkins, and Mark Vanderhee, along with Russians, Sochi, I'm sorry, Japanese astronaut Sochi Noguchi and Russians Oleg Novitsky and Peter Dubrov remain on board the station. Later this month, about the 22nd, before the week is over, we should see NASA and SpaceX launch the next Falcon spacecraft to the space station. That will carry Shane Kimbra, Megan MacArthur, Akihiko Hoshide from Japan, and Thomas Pasqua from the European Space Agency. They are ready for launch, and everything seems ready to go. In fact, over the weekend, their Falcon 9 rocket had a static firing, 
to make sure that it was ready to bring them to the International Space Station. Everything went extremely well in the static firing, so there should be no reason they can't fly later this week. Russia said that they will conduct a survey of the International Space Station and decide whether or not they're going to withdraw from the project in 2025 or if they'll remain as a partner. Russia has stated that they would like to have their own independent space station in orbit. So now it's whether or not they have the resources to do so and whether they'll be able to continue what they're doing. There are a number of firsts, or excuse me, traditions that astronauts do before they get to the space station. Not that they're superstitious, but it just goes on. One of the things is they sign the reusable rocket. Their last meal before lunch, astronauts choose a special meal they want before they're launched. The lead astronaut plays a game of hearts with the head of the NASA office until he wins. They drive their own vehicle to the Kennedy, on the Kennedy Space Center up to their rocket. When they get to their rocket, they always look up at the vehicle. They then sign the entranceway as they get into the vehicle, and they bring with them their own gravity indicator, which is usually a plush toy. So we'll follow what they do on launch day. Tomorrow we're going to tell you about a static firing of spaceship serial number 15 and Boeing, who may fly shortly. So until then, have a great day. Everybody. That's Randy Siegel with the Space Report. He's on the program each and every weekday at this time talking about all things pertaining to NASA. You know, anytime I hear this music, it just puts me in one of those happy-go-lucky, feel-good moods, Bonnie. It does. And, you know, we need uh, to be put in the spirit that way. Because I feel like I should be in the Bahamas right now. And on a Monday, and yeah. Evan, you just mentioned a couple of minutes ago that yeah. it'll be raining here in Stewart yeah. within a couple of minutes. Literally. Dreary kind of day. So you need some something to tempt your taste buds. You Have know, to. Some good seasonings. Have and to. Uh, Chef Mark, you know, I was I was makes it incredible. A hot bowl of soup would be the course of the mm. day. Oh, fresh bowls of soup are made fresh daily, right in the deli at Ellie's Downtown Deli. Of course, get your soup with a sandwich. Might want to make it a hot pastrami melt today. Oh my gosh, you just hit my soul, my soft spot. Wow. Yeah, on your choice of bread with a uh, spicy cilantro mayo. In pepper jack cheese, you get hot pastrami pressed with the sautéed onions, banana, and cherry peppers. Served with a side item, two of your choice. And like I said, get the fresh hot bowl of soup. Goes great on a day like today at Ellie's Downtown Deli in Stewart. Now with their patio back open, plus they're at 50% dining inside with a full menu for pickup or delivery. Ellie's also has full dinners available for takeout 
plus their fabulous desserts as well. Call 772-781-6605 to order and pick up today. They're located at 18 Southeast 6th Street, just off Colorado in Stewart. Call 772-781-6605. Ellie's Downtown Deli in Stewart. It is 8.42 right now. It's time for news once again, all brought to you by our good friends at St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. For the best deals in town on any type of precious metals, it's St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. Stop by and say hello to Hawk Levy. Here's Bonnie with the headlines. Good morning once again. A proposal has caused quite a stir among the residents of Indian Town. WPTV's Josh Navarro has the story. Fire and rescue came to my house. I had a hazardous condition and they responded within so many minutes. Howard Glendon Brown still has his home after it was saved by Martin County Fire Rescue. He was one of the dozens of people who voiced their concerns about the village's proposal of breaking ties with the county. If you look around at the ages of Indian Town people, who's going to volunteer? Who's going to buy the fire truck? Who's going to do all that cost? I mean, last Sunday we didn't have water. There are pressing problems, and now you're trying to reinvent the wheel by creating a fire station? John Pasquale, a former volunteer firefighter, says it does not make sense for the village to have a volunteer-based fire and rescue department. My boss, he or she isn't going to say, oh, just don't do your job to run and put out a fire. You're going to need to man the... the, uh You're going to have to pay people for the day and then at night, too. I mean, how are you going to get all these people? Indian Town Council members Susan Gibbs-Thomas and Martin County Commissioner Harold Jenkins co-hosted the event. Gibbs-Thomas says while it appears the proposal would save money, it may be best to stay the course. If you look at the things that are not included, which it says right here, you have limited backup resources, which would be an extra cost then inspection and 911 dispatch is not included, so that's an extra cost. And I'm sure that there's a few other extra costs that we're not aware of. It's those many moving parts. There were talks about having this proposal put on the November ballot, but it will need the support of three council members to make it happen. So far, it only has one. In Indian Town, I'm Josh Navarro, WPTV News Channel 5. A longtime South Florida nurse accused of making videos threatening Vice President Kamala Harris's life has been arrested on federal charges. Nivian Pettit Phelps of Miami Gardens was arrested following an investigation by the U.S. Secret Service. The 39-year-old who has worked for Jackson Health System since 2001 faces charges of threats against the vice president, according to a criminal complaint. Governor Ron DeSantis says President Biden is responsible for a huge catastrophe at the southern border. DeSantis telling Fox News he blames Biden for dismantling former President Trump's border policies, which DeSantis says worked at stopped the flow of illegal immigrants. A World War II era plane taking part in the Cocoa Beach Air Show made an emergency landing in the ocean near Patrick Space Force Base beaches Saturday afternoon. No one was injured. A video posted to Twitter showed the single-engine TBM Avenger make a soft landing in the shallow water south of Cocoa Beach. In the footage, the plane descends low in a controlled fashion before coming to a skidding halt in the ocean, sending up spray and foam. In another video captured by Melanie Schrader of O'Galley, the plane's single propeller can be seen no longer spinning as it glides toward the shallow water. Dozens of people in the water look up as it passes close 
close overhead, and bystanders expressed shock as they watched the small aircraft make its descent. The plane landed safely on the surface of the ocean. Street racing may be to blame for two fatal accidents this weekend. A driver believed to be racing was killed in Volusia County, and a hit-and-run driver killed two sisters in Brevard County. Well, lastly, at the ACM Awards last night, Luke Bryan took home Entertainment of the Year. Marin Morris won Top Female Vocalist and Song of the Year for Bones. Thomas Rhett was named Top Male Vocalist. Quarterback Trevor Lawrence hasn't even been drafted yet and is already giving back to the Jacksonville community. Lawrence posted on Twitter Sunday thanking Jaguars fans for raising money for a wedding gift that he and his wife will use to donate to charities in the Jacksonville area. Our news time is 846. We'll have weather and traffic together next. I stepped into St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins, I figured it would just be one of my many stops on my road to the perfect engagement ring. My fiancé means the world to me, so I wanted something extra special. I found a huge selection of engagement rings at great prices, and my worry about finding the perfect engagement ring was quickly replaced with exceptional customer service. St. Lucie Jewelry's over 400 five-star reviews really told the story. I finally picked a ring, and it was perfect. She was floored. And then the tears came. Hi, this is Hawk Levy, owner of St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins. We're now celebrating 26 years. Voted best diamond dealers, best jewelry buyers, and best jeweler year after year. Come celebrate with us in opening our third location at 1335 St. Lucie West Boulevard. We invite you to take a tour of our competition, but then come see us last. <laughs> It is 8.48 right now on the Get Up and Go show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for traffic and weather together. Let's see what's going on on the highways and byways. Uh, Bonnie's at the traffic desk. Good morning, Evan. There is one accident to report, and this one is in Hope Sound on I-95 northbound at mile marker 94. I-95 northbound, and there's no roadblock at the moment. And there's your latest look at traffic. It's a partly to mostly cloudy sky. We're at 77 in Palm City and in Cadiz, Spain this morning. It's 67 degrees. And here's our forecast from WPTV. It's a mild and muggy start to the morning along the Treasure Coast. Temperatures in the low to mid 70s with some showers possible for the morning drive. This afternoon, highs in the mid-80s, scattered showers and storms possible as a front moves across central Florida. Some of those storms could be strong to severe. Overnight tonight, lows in the upper 60s, mostly cloudy skies and some isolated showers and storms possible. Tomorrow through Wednesday, that unsettled weather pattern continues. Mostly cloudy skies with scattered showers and some isolated severe storms possible as a front stalls out across the area. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Katya Hall on WSTUAM 1450 Martin County's Heritage Station. Did you know Social Security has literally hundreds of ways you can file? It's not just about how long you're going to live. It's about minimizing taxes and maximizing income 
when combining investments and pensions. I'm Denny Artachi, a certified Social Security claiming strategist. Call me at 561-537-5897 and get your optimization report so you can make an intelligent decision on when and how to collect your benefit. 561-537-5897. Hello, this is Gary Owen of the Owen Insurance Group. We are a local independent insurance agency located right here on the Treasure Coast. I've been a resident here for 34 years and have helped thousands of clients with their insurance planning needs. We specialize in life health, and Medicare insurance planning. Don't travel the road alone. Let us be your guide. We are the Owen Insurance Group. Contact us today at 772-210-1020 or visit our website at oweninsurancegroup.net. Unfortunately, in today's litigious society, too many Americans fail to have an effective estate plan and asset protection strategy. I'm attorney T.J. Heineman, and I've been counseling families, businesses, and executives for 20 years. I can help you preserve your wealth, safeguard your assets, and protect your family. My law firm specializes in estate planning and administration, asset protection, corporate law, and real estate. For a free copy of my family estate planning survival guide or a free consultation in my Palm City office, call me, T.J. Heineman, at 888-5667. You're listening to the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bob on Martin County's Heritage Station, AM 1450 WSTU. Now let's get back to the program with Evan and Bob. Business is picking back up. You got a busy schedule. You need to stay on the move. So when you fly the friendly skies, you got no time for jet lag. You will find your dose in airport math burritos. Look for Rusty at Gate 9. You will find your dose in airport math burritos. Attention. Rusty, you have some customers waiting at Gate 9. Hmm. Very interesting. Airport meth burritos. Meth burritos. Meth burritos. I'm telling you. (sighs) Don't put any of that stuff in mine. No, definitely not. Give me a normal burrito. Yeah, I'll take a normal burrito, too. I'll be happy flying the friendly skies for surely. It is 852 on the Get Up and Go show. So you have a very, very, very with a capital V, busy day today. Yeah, it's, um, you know, Monday is the normal, typical busy day. I think Mondays and Thursdays and Fridays, mm-hmm. you know, are, are the busiest for me. I think we need to put a, a big S on your shirt for Supergirl <laughs> for today because you're going to be going nonstop. Yeah. Like till what time? I think till 2 o'clock. Yeah, 2, two o'clock Oh, so afternoon. you're not working late tonight. Not late, but I'm working, um, you know, several hours in a row doing the massage for today. Okay. So uh, many, many hours without a single break in there. Oof. So I'm uh, guaranteed. That's brutal, I though. might be, you know, just a little bit tired a little bit later on. That's that's brutal, though, isn't it, though? So many hours. I mean, how do your hands, um, how do your hands handle that? They, uh, they're just, they become strong hands and quite conditioned, I guess, after a while. And keep in mind, we can use our elbows, too, uh, oh. instead of our hands. Wait a minute. So, you in know, other words, you can go like this oh, yeah. and do somebody's back? Yeah. We can uh, dig our elbow in right up there on the side of your spine. You would, really? The first thing you learn when you become a massage therapist is you want to avoid the spine because that's a dangerous area. Okay. But that fleshiness part that you feel outside of your spine that's where we like to grind our elbow and sink that elbow right in there now let me ask you a question yeah um when you're massaging somebody's back 
and you notice like you're starting to feel like um like little pieces or things like that is that dead skin coming off of somebody's back because you know you put lotion on their back when you're mm. massaging them or oil and as mm-hmm. you're you're massaging all of a sudden you're starting to feel like little pieces come up or or what what not is that like dead skin i guess it can depend on the person right you know and sometimes we have to use a lot of lotion like more lotion say like on a hairy back i was just going to say that on somebody that may have um, a copious amount of hair on their back oh yeah because like if you were to do my back forget it <laughs> forget it <laughs> loads it's, of lotion would yeah, be you required would to, you would have to use loads of lotion okay because of if you were to just do normal without lotion yeah. it would be like you're waxing my back oh <laughs> it, yeah. it would hurt that would i mean the pain yeah. would be like it would be ridiculous yeah we wouldn't want to be pulling like um any little back hairs on you no. yeah that would hurt evan i've got a couple of fun facts for tell me please some factual tidbits the longest movie ever to get a wide release of a theatrical version where this movie was actually seen in theaters do you have any guess what movie it might be? No. It has actually been Gone with the Wind. It was three hours and 46 minutes. Really? And any longer movie that's come out since has been clipped down for theaters. Because mm-hmm. I, I don't think I would want to sit three hours and 46 minutes at the movies. Wow. I get a little bit anxious when they're you know, ready to get out when, the, when there's a two-hour movie. Okay. Usually a, a 90 minute one is perfect. Sweet okay. sweet and to the point. Female armadillos always give birth to identical quadruplets. Wow. Quadruplets. So a female armadillo always has four and wow. they're always identical. And uh don't ask me why that's just uh one of those little facts here for this Monday. Wow. Yeah. Okay, that's that's interesting stuff. It is. That's pretty interesting stuff. <laughs> it's it's insane, right? What like what you can find out about things in nature. Things just sound like freaks of nature, and uh, that's one for you. Where if you're a female armadillo, you're always going to produce those identical quadruplets. And four, always four. Always four of them. Wow. I just uh, little fun-filled facts that you never knew. That is crazy. Uh, you play Monopoly much? Um, you know, I have not played the board game in like forever. I just know like every time you pass go, you collect um, what is it, two hundred dollars? Yeah, I think or it something is like that. Two hundred dollars. And then if you uh, you can get the get out of jail card. Yep, you want to get out um, of jail. You don't want to land on go directly to jail. And then there's like the most expensive properties. I think are Park Place. Yeah, and right. the least expensive is Baldwin, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, the least expensive is it Baldwin? Um, was it Illinois Avenue or something? Maybe or, Baldwin is the blue or Boardwalk. Boardwalk is the blue, Boardwalk is the blue, which is the most expensive. That's the most expensive. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and Mediterranean is yellow, I think. And Atlantic was and yellow. Atlantic, it You're was right. yellow. You're right. Um, what was red? I can't remember. Uh, Illinois, Illinois. Avenue yes. Illinois was, Avenue was red. And then I think Monopoly should really apologize to the state of New Jersey. And I'll tell you why. Marvin Gardens, M-A-R-V. Oh, that's another one. Yes. Marvin Gardens. Yep. I remember that one. Okay. On the Monopoly board has always been misspelled. Really? The, the actual neighborhood in New Jersey is spelled 
Marvin, M-A-R-V-E-N, but Monopoly, in Monopoly, it's Marvin, M-A-R-V-I-N. And, well, Parker Brothers actually did apologize for the mistake in 1995. Really? Yeah. Wow. So they made a, a big boo-boo. Yeah, so it looks like it's been misspelled all that time. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Have you ever played a game of Monopoly with someone, with your friends, and the game just got you oh so mad? Yeah, I, I, I've actually flipped a board game <laughs> or two in my time. <laughs> I've, heard of, I've heard of people taking that board and smashing it Smashing it over somebody's head, yeah. Of getting getting so mad, so upset from Monopoly. I have, um, yeah. I've just boom. I've just flipped the board. Yeah. I got so damn ticked off. <laughs> yeah. I think it's happened to me a time or two too. Yeah, that, without a doubt. That in trouble. Yeah. I, oh, trouble's another one where you click it. <laughs> you click that d- the damn little piece of dice. I've smashed that. <laughs> And got the dice out. <laughs> I believe it. That's crazy. Well, that's our show. This concludes the entertainment part of our program. <laughs> that was fun. I think it went really well. See ya. I'm out of here. I'll see you. Show's on. Bye-bye. Yeah, show's over. So we're done. We're yeah. out of here. We're one and done. The Monday edition is done. And I wish we could say we're out to have some sun and fun, but no. not the sun. Does, no. Doesn't look like that. Take happening. an umbrella with you today. That's yeah. all. Hey, remember, if you have good values on the inside, you will not look for validation on the outside. Yep, and uh, keep, it, keep your umbrella handy. That's right. Keep it handy, yep. as Bonnie says. Your rain jacket, too. We are out of here. We're like yesterday's kitty litter. We need to be cleaned up and recycled till Tuesday morning. And we, <laughs> it, we'll be back with a fresh step, of course. There you go. I like that. <laughs> oh, my God. We have to add that to the repertoire. We're WSTU Stewart, Martin County's Heritage Station. Bye-bye for 21 hours.